Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland. From the North Shore to the Classic 8. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are falling. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric, home of the superheroes. I'm Mike McGivern. We're going to get your most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. Find Solo again this week, and it's going to be that way for uh, the entire year of scoreboard shows for the high school football. Uh, hopefully next year I can get back uh, Ron Davies and Jeff Tricky and some of those uh, Hall of Fame guys that uh, Kerry Vinay, guys I've hung out with for the last few years, especially Ron Davies. I miss Ron. And it uh, be great to have him in talking week two. Some pretty good games today. In fact, there's a couple of games that I'm not, I don't have guys at. So if you're just driving to the game or uh, you're going to be keeping in contact with somebody at the game, here's a couple of games that if you're going to that I don't have somebody covering that uh, I would love to have somebody call in and talk about. Sussex Hamilton at Brookfield East is one I don't have somebody at that I wish I did. Oconomowoc at McGuanago, I don't have anybody at. And Kenosha Indian Trail at Franklin. You know, Kenosha Indian Trail took one at. You know, they got shut out, I believe, last week. And Oak Creek did a great job. We're going to talk to Joel Parr, in fact, uh, right around 8 o'clock, 8.15, something like that, about Oak Creek. They get a bye this week in that conference because Racine schools have all decided they want to play in the spring. So Joel Parr from Oak Creek is going to join us, talk a little bit about, the man, the defense did a great job. Kenosha Indian Trail's got four or five guys on the offensive side of the ball that either Division One, Division Two uh, football players. And uh, they did a nice job of shutting them down and getting a nice win. Uh, Oak Creek gets a week off, and then uh, they'll be back at it next week. Here are the games. The other one that we don't have anybody at, uh, Marquette against Wisconsin Lutheran. I mean, it just came out that they got a chance to to play, and Milwaukee Health Department gave uh, them the okay, and, and Marquette at Wisconsin Lutheran tonight. Anybody going to that game, please give us a call. 
Here are the games we have covered. Hartford at Homestead. Grafton at Pewaukee. Waukesha West at Muskego. Arrowhead at Waukesha South. Germantown at Menominee Falls. Tosa West at New Berlin Eisenhower. Kenosha Bradford at Kenosha Tremper. West Bend East against West Bend West. Catholic Memorial against Brookfield Central. Plymouth against Port Washington. And Watertown Luther Prep at Lakeside Lutheran. So those are the games we've got covered. And, uh, man, for week two of of this really discombobulated high school football season, we got some great games. And if I had to pick one to be at, I don't know if I could. I might want to be at that Hartford game. Hartford at Homestead. You know, last year, Hartford got Homestead. First time in 18 years, Homestead did not share or win the North Shore Conference. And uh, as you know... Good friend of mine and guy that I got a lot of respect for, Dave Keel, decided to retire. And uh, I'd like to see the difference where Homestead is going and what they're they're doing. They're one to know. Uh, ranked number four. And Hartford is one to know, ranked uh, in, D- in D2, ranked number seven. And Hartford's awfully good. I'll tell you what, John's did a nice job. The head football coach Hartford's did a nice job at Hartford bringing them back. You know, when, when Dan Brunner is going to be on our show tomorrow, the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show tomorrow, at 10.15, Dan Brunner, the executive director of the WFCA, is going to be on. And we're going to talk to him about, okay, got through week two. How are things going? Coaches all over the state you're talking to. And uh, we're also going to talk to him about something that my co-host on that show, Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego, brought up last week. He said, look, there's... A lot of people talking about a way that we might be able to do these playoffs and have a state champion. Not just two weeks, but if we did it this way. And he kind of laid it out, and he said, this is starting to gain a little bit of momentum. And we're going to talk to Dan Brunner about that and see how he feels about it. The one sticking point, I've never never seen or heard the WIAA where it wasn't a non-starter if they said we're going to play after deer hunting season. When deer hunting... Look, that's a rule here in the state. When deer hunting season, that opening day, high school football has to be done by then. And it's always been a non-starter for years. Guys like me have questioned it. Coaches have questioned it. Families, parents, everybody. And WIA's been, they they will stick their, they'll just dig their heel in the, in the sand and say, nope, we have to be done prior to deer hunting. In fact, they used to play three games in two weeks. And then concussions hit, and people were worried about safety. So instead of moving the playoffs past deer hunting, they started earlier. In fact, that year was the third week in July that kids were going to camp, and they lost a lot. They lost some coaches. They lost some players because players are used to going on family vacations, the year, you know, July, and getting ready for football, which was the first or second week in August. But instead of doing that, they moved. The, they moved the start of camp up earlier, and uh, that's what, they couldn't do that obviously this year. So the idea is you go seven seven weeks of of, uh, of conference games. So you, most conferences will have a conference champion, and then two weeks of playoffs. But the way they have it set up right now, there will not be a state champion. And what Ryan McMillan has brought up, he said, "Look, this thing is. It, we're talking about it with a lot of different people throughout the, the state." If we do it this way, and he laid it out on, on last Saturday's show, and I thought having Dan Brunner on the show tomorrow would be a good way for us to see if that thing's moving forward at all. 
Also on tomorrow's show on the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show is uh, Steve Vitale, D coordinator at Waukesha West, is going to join us. And I got to tell you, Steve Rucks, head coach at Waukesha West, I got a lot of respect for. Called him up. I said, Coach, uh, can we get you and a couple seniors on? And he said, you know, let me get back to you. I have an idea I want to I just think about. And he called me back. He said, Mike, I, you know me. I'll come on your show. No problem. But I'd love to have my defensive coordinator, young guy, and he does a really good job, Steve Vitale. And if you know that last name, the, the last name Vitale, they've been around high school football, Menominee Falls. In fact, uh, his cousin is a coach over at Catholic Memorial. And, uh, you know, when they were in the same conference, he said, look, he's a couple years younger than I am, but, man, we did have some conversations, as he put it. We had some conversations about Waukesha West against Catholic Memorial. I don't think they talked the week that they played much, but we'll talk to Steve Vitale. And Steve Rucks being the class act that he is, he said, Mike, I, I've been on your show a lot. I enjoy it. It's all good if you need me. But I would really like this young guy, because he's got a really bright future in high school football in this area, to be able to experience it. So let him handle it. Let him talk about our program. Let him talk about our, our, our players. And it has nothing to do with that we're playing Muskego the night before. He said, you know me, I'll come on any time. But so Steve Vitale is going to join us, and uh, he's bringing two of his players with him. And so we'll have two of his players, and we're going to have dual pick-and-save student-athletes of the week. Um, these two players he's bringing in, from the, I believe both from the defensive side of the ball, they really like these kids. And uh, they're good ambassadors for the school and the community. And so Steve Vitale will join us tomorrow at 11 o'clock. We'll introduce you to this week's Kern Electric Superhero of the Week. If you've not heard that segment the last couple of weeks, it is something that I just am really proud of. We, we, uh, we being Ray Hoffman and the people at Kern Electric, and I sat down and I said, guys, I have this idea of highlighting, promoting, and celebrating kids from different high schools that might not have ever played a sport on a high school sports show. And what I want and I believe this, that every school has kids that are doing great things that guys like me never talk about. If they have 13 tackles, a sack, and score two touchdowns, I'm talking about them. They score 35 in a regional championship game, sectional game, I'm talking about them. They hit a bunch of home runs, and during my baseball, man, I'm talking about them. But these kids, the current electric superhero of the week, are kids that a lot of times fly under the radar screen. And the young lady that we have tomorrow from Greendale High School, I'm telling you, we might we might have to give her two segments because she she does so much stuff. I asked her, I said, Paris, where do you find the time for all this? And she said, here's the way I do this. If I'm in a leadership role on these committees, I'm at every meeting. If I'm just part of the, you know, the group, then if I have to miss that meeting, I'll miss it. If I've got homework or I've got something else going on. But if I'm in a leadership role on that committee, I'm going to be there, and I'll find time where I'm going to do my homework. She's a junior at Greendale, and you're going to enjoy her. That's tomorrow at 11 on the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. we got a couple guys uh, calling in. Let's get right out to it if we can. Uh, we have, let me look here, Waukesha South John, Waukesha South uh, game, Waukesha South Arrowhead. John, what's going on? Well, Mike, had the second drive of the game, Arrowhead goes to a good field position on a muffed punt. Max Bredesen goes from 27 yards out, 
We have a seven nothing Arrowhead with seven minutes left in the first quarter. Beautiful. How's uh, did you get a chance to talk to Matt at all before the game? Mike, everybody says hello. Man, that's good. How's that sweatshirt uh, fitting? A little better? It's nice and warm. And a boy, that's John Moore. He is uh, at the uh, he's at Waukesha South Arrowhead up seven nothing. John brought to you by Lynch McGuanago. They are the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Huge selection. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Let's get to uh, line three if we can. He is new to this, and uh, man, we're going to treat him like kid gloves. He is a uh, Brookfield Academy grad, St. Louis University grad, and uh, I grew up with uh, with his dad a little bit. His dad thought he was a way better athlete than he actually was, and he told us about it over breakfast. Michael Rachel, he's at the Germantown Mon- Menominee Falls game. He's brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. They're looking for apprentices. Starting pay $27 an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Michael Rachel, give us an update. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm at the Menominee Falls Germantown game. It's a defensive battle, to say the least. Hard-hitting game. You can feel the rivalry kind of through the air here. Menominee Falls got a stop on a fourth and one. Germantown went for it from their own 49 and got stuffed on a run play up the middle. Menominee Falls cashed it on that turnover on down to the one-yard rush from their running back, Tyler Ogenicek. What's the score, Michael? 7 nothing Menominee Falls with two and two minutes and 15 seconds to go in the first. Beautiful. Michael, Rachel, and they let you in, and you're on the sidelines. Everything's going okay? Yeah, everything's going great. The atmosphere is good, too. There was a barbecue in the parking lot. Some bags were being thrown. Menominee uh, Falls is a pretty good uh, section as well. Hey, did you, uh, did you go over there and show your pass and get free food or anything? Because that's what us <laughs> media guys do, Michael. Oh, I'll have to uh, to go show him and uh, get a hot dog or something. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, Just tell him to put it on my tab. That's Michael Rachel. (laughs) 7-0 at Menominee Falls over Germantown. Let's get to line one. Tyler Peters is at the Tosa West at New Berlin-Eisenhower game. Brought to you by Current Electric, home of the superheroes. For all of your electrical or solar needs, go to callcurrent.com. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, at 5.33 and counting left in the first quarter, Tulsa West is up 8 to nothing over Hubel and Eisenhower. They were able to have a pretty good sustained drive to start off the game. Tulsa West started at their own 32. They were able to score with 7.35 left. Simon Dorff ran a hard touchdown run in. Kind of an interesting offensive formation from Tulsa West. They're almost running kind of a classic uh, T formation where you have the quarterback and then you have three running backs in a row, lined up behind them. And they're actually kind of running it almost like a like a wishbone, you know, fake handoffs and traps and and towers, trying to confuse the line of defense. And I thought they tried Doyle, Simon Doyle playing defense interception. So now Social West with five minutes left again, facing a first down at the Eisenhower 35. Tyler, thank you very much. 8 nothing. Toast West over New Berlin-Eisenhower. Let's get over to Ted Lang. Ted Lang is at the Grafton at Pewaukee game. Brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. Learn more at uwcu.org. Teddy Lang, what's going on? Yeah, five minutes, 49 seconds to go. The first quarter here, Pewaukee Pirates take the lead 6-0. to zero. Over to the Grafton Blackhawks, Chris Johnson took it around end out of the true wing tee for 60 yards. Extra point was no good. So here's where it stands, 6-0. 
Pewaukee over Grafton. Hey, hey, Ted, you know, Pewaukee is one of those, when you get a chance to go to a game at Pewaukee, it's it's just, it's like magical. The whole the whole uh, area comes out, it's it's crowded, a lot, of, uh, a lot of kids, a lot of adults, a lot of older people that have been in those games for a long time. What is the atmosphere like at Pewaukee right now? Oh, you hit it on the head. I mean, they, they're, they're, their stands are almost full. Hey, hey, Grafton stands are almost full, too. But uh, there's students in here, and they're very boisterous. But, uh, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, Pewaukee coming out here, you know, Pewaukee, and they get here early, too. Yeah, they do. You know, they, 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 they're here early, and they're ready, and it's a good atmosphere for football here. So they've they've let more people in than, than some of the games that, uh, that we talked about last week. That's what it seems like. But uh, I did talk to a couple of the coaches I know, and they were still – Holding that uh, each each player got two tickets. So what probably happened is what the players probably gave two tickets to their friends for a student section. Yeah, that you know that could be. And if you know some of their moms and dads are out there with their hands up, going, "Where are my tickets?" That's yeah, awesome. Or, or maybe they're maybe they're listening to our show. How about that? Maybe they are. That's Ted Lang. <laughs> He's at the uh, Grafton Pewaukee game, six nothing Pewaukee over Grafton. Let's get you a break. Other side of the break. We're going to continue to get you the, uh, all the updated scores at some of the key high school football games in the area. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric, home of the superhero on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, it's Bill Michaels from The Bill Michaels Show, weekdays 10 to 2, right here on The Fan. Now the pack take on Matt Ryan and the Falcons, Monday night in Lambeau. Will they be 4-0 heading into the bye week? We're talking Packers and Falcons right here on The Fan. Get fired up for game day at home with Pick and Save. Hungry fans score big when they choose Pick and Save for their starting lineup. With free pickup, great deals, and digital coupons, plus everything you need to make game day taste great. Bucks fans know the first basket is at Pick and Save. Whether you're shopping in-store or shop online for free pickup, start your game day at Pick and Save. Go to PickAndSave.com. That's PickAndSave.com. Pick and Save is proud to be the official grocer of the Milwaukee Bucks. The National Constitution Center serves as America's leading platform for constitutional education and debate. It is central to the center's mission to convene discussions about current constitutional issues facing our nation so that people of all ages and perspectives can learn about, debate, and celebrate the greatest vision of human freedom in history, the U.S. Constitution. For the center's live programs, constitutional news, podcasts, educational resources, and online interactive constitution, visit constitutioncenter.org. So buying new window fashions for your home is easy, right? Well, buying new window fashions may be easy, but being sure what you buy is actually going to look right in your home, measuring correctly and installing precisely, that's not so easy. I'm Daniel Pahalski with Bayview Shade and Blind, and our family has not only been providing quality window fashions to southeastern Wisconsin for almost 100 years, but those that do business with us will attest, we provide service second to none. It's how we compete with the big guys. We do it right from start to finish. With experienced design advice, so you make the right choices. Family installers who know how important the look of your home is to you. And a real three-year guarantee on our products. We have all the latest window fashions and innovations to share with you at either of our galleries. So come visit us off Highway 45 and Q in Menominee Falls or 67th and Forest Home in Milwaukee. Because it's always worth your while when you work with someone who cares. Bayview Shade and Visit BayviewShade.com. 
From the Al Capone roast, ribs on a stick, bacon-wrapped fillets, marinated chicken skewers, countless varieties of original sausages and brats, or cherrywood smoked beef and jerky, nobody does fresh meats better than Robert's Specialty Meats. The aroma when you step inside their store is just the beginning of your enjoyment of delicious meats from an old-time butcher shop. For the best in meats, shop Robert's Specialty Meats in Waukesha, your hometown butcher. It's not our mistakes that define us. It's how we respond to them, how we grow from them. And when things do go wrong, sometimes we need help to make them right. That's when it's time to turn to the law firm of Kim and Lavoie. Attorneys Julius Kim and Jonathan Lavoie have been recognized among Wisconsin's best in both drunk driving and criminal defense by judges, prosecutors, and lawyers from across the state. Their team can provide the guidance and support you need to put your mistakes behind you and move forward with your life. We can never change the past, but we can move on to the future smarter, stronger, and a little better prepared to face whatever tomorrow holds. Kim and Lavoie, your best defense in both drunk driving and criminal defense. Learn more at KimAndLavoy.com. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Tim Allen. Already week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy football season. Let's get your lineup set. This Sunday morning at 10, it's Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. See you Sunday here on The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Let's get right out to it. Mike Bush. Mike Bush is at Muskego High School as Waukesha West takes on Muskego. He's brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. I went and saw her this week, Smoking Hot Mary. For all your awards, promotions, embroidery work, she said, man, guys come in here and they go, hey, Smoking hot, what's going on? I said, Mike Bush started that. I'm just telling you. And she said, that's awesome. She told me to say hi to you, Michael. Okay, that's part of that. Through uh, the company I work for, Elle Holtz and Milwaukee Plumbing, Mary knows them as well. She buy, We get all of our apparel from her. So, uh, yeah, props, kudos, and say hi, Mary. Um, hey, 14 to nothing, Muskego Warriors. There is two minutes and two seconds to go in the first quarter. Uh, turnovers. Turnovers is the name of the game for Waukesha West. They got the ball first. Real nice kickoff return. Uh, third and two. They did the old Aaron Rodgers and trick and Muskego jump, so they got a first down. And then they fumbled the football. Um, Waukesha West did. Uh, Brian Radish recovered it from Muskego. A couple, almost like they're toying with him. A couple of short runs by Alex Current. And then uh, Dylan Krause found his big tight end wide open, Alex Jambrosiak for about a 25-yard touchdown. That extra point was good. That was midway through the first quarter. Again, Waukesha West with a real nice return, only to have the ball intercepted. I'm just chuckling because a defensive lineman, and I was one of those, and I never got an interception. <laughs> but, uh, and I got to get this kid's name. Uh, Joey Lawrence, six foot one, 280-pounder, picks off that ball. And then uh, not Allen current, but uh, their fullback, Carson Holman, went 75 yards after that defensive line. And the very next play, untouched up the middle, 
we all know the wing T and, and what Muskego can do with it. I went and sat up in the bleachers so I could see better being up high, and it, 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 it's so quick. It's so precise. Anyway, 14 to nothing. Muskego, one minute and three seconds to go in the first quarter. You know, Michael, one of the problems, that, and I talked to Steve Rux, we're actually going to have the defensive coordinator on our show tomorrow uh, from 11-15 to probably the end of the show. And the one of the problems, they were supposed to open up against Kettle Moraine. Kettle yeah. Moraine had to uh, shut it down for a couple of weeks, so they had a scrimmage against Brookfield East. You're not going to get the same. You're not going to get the same um, flow and the same feeling for being there. And Muskego had you know a game last week where they, it was a tough game for them, and they, they came out and, and got a win. Waukesha West, everything is really fast for them in the first quarter. You know how that goes. It's the first game. And uh, hopefully they settle down a little bit and make that a game you're at. That's an excellent point, Mike. Uh, Coach Rusk, uh, kudos to him. He actually flagged me down and uh, told him the COVID situation and the rules. And we chatted a little bit. He brought that up, actually, because this is their first live game. And obviously, Muskego's second. And uh, both you and I played, Mike. And it, it, it's just different. It's hard to explain. Neither coach will make excuses. That's not the point here. It's just different. Your first game and your first game against being against the Muskego Warriors, who are twenty nine and zero right now, and cracked the top twenty five in the country. I noticed as well. Yep, that's a hell of a first game. Sorry. Yeah, there's no. That's right, and that's you're you're correct. That that's a tough one, and and you're you're feeling like okay, we're okay. We're going to play Kettle Moraine. You know, good program, really good athletes. We get a chance to to get some live action in. And then we'll go. We'll go over to Muskego. But when that's your opener, man, yeah, that's a typical one to be at. Yeah. Hey, yeah. go ahead, Michael. Yeah, no, they, they're playing good. Waukesha. I know that sounds stupid. They're down fourteen to nothing, but they're playing well. Anybody that coached to play the game, you know what a turnover can do for a team. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's a long game, long way to go yet. So um, I expect a good one yet. You got it. That's Mike Bush. Fourteen nothing. Muskego over Waukesha West. Let's get to line two. Jason Pittman. Is at the West Bend East West Bend West game. Brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin. You can feel it. Fall is here. Time to get those new windows and doors you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Jason Pittman, what's going on? Well, we just ended the first quarter, Mike, and uh, we're 7 0. West has the advantage. Cole Mirasola was a 13 yard TD run. That was set up by an interception by Spencer Hyatt earlier in the quarter off a tip pass from uh, Dawson Rondor from. West Bend East. Uh, Dan Perkovich's first year as head coach here at West uh, has things happening, but West, excuse me, East is on the march right now. Start of the second quarter, their first play will be a second down play from the uh, West four yard line. Hey, you know, Jason, people are, are probably, you know, listening in their car going, wow, they're covering the West Bend East, West Bend West game. Not a lot of success in those programs in recent years, but there's something about that rival. You know, that's one school, kids that wrestle against each other, play football against each other, sit next to each other sometimes in classes. And they said, look, yeah. it, we don't even talk to those guys during that week. Yeah, it is. And it, it gets, like you said, it's just a unique situation. As far as I know, it's the only high school in the nation like this. Um, see, Rondorf is rolling out, tucks it, and he gets stopped at about the two. But, yeah, you are correct about that, Mike. Um, yeah, it, it's a different situation. You know, cross-hall rivalry is what it's called. Um, you know, because these kids, you know, share classes together many times. Yep. And, uh, you know, and they've grown up together, going to elementary and middle school, and then all of a sudden in high school, they're in uh, 
opposite uh, high schools and uh, are rivals with each other. In the same building. It's really odd. Jason, thank you very much. 7 nothing West Bend West over West Bend East. Let's get to line three. Nate George, he's at Port Washington as Plymouth takes on Port Washington. And Nate is brought to you by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Visit Fastback, FastbackPT.com to receive a free virtual consultation of any injury and get back to doing the things you love to do pain-free. Give us an update. Nate, what's going on? Hey, Mike. Uh, the start of the second quarter is 7 nothing Plymouth. Got a 40-yard run by Plymouth quarterback Kellen Mella. And it's been a pretty uneventful game so far. Uh, a couple of blocked kicks. One blocked field goal kept Port off the, off the scoreboard. Um, but this is Port's first game against a new conference opponent. Uh, they switched conferences for football only. And uh, you could tell they only had four. They tried it out here with four seniors. They're very uh, inexperienced. And you can just tell Plymouth's a bigger, stronger, more experienced football team. Port's hanging in there, but I think it won't be, be long before Plymouth starts taking, taking over. Hey, Nate, so this is a new community for you and your family. Uh, what's the atmosphere like at, at Port High School? Uh, the Port, there's a lot of fans here. The Port Washington fans are just kind of sitting and watching. There's really not a lot of students here. The Plymouth sideline is pretty packed, and they got about 60, 70 students on their side. So they let students in for Plymouth, but I don't know if they're letting them in for Port or the Port just don't, doesn't show up for their football games. Well, you're, you're gonna better, you better find that out as uh, your kids are going to grow up in that, uh, in that area and go to that high school. He's Nate George, 7 nothing Plymouth over Port. Let's get to line four if we can. Don would chill us. He, uh, he took the week off last week. He, man, we didn't even start. He took a week off of vacation, wondering if he was getting paid by it. He's at the Hartford Homestead game, brought to you by MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. T-shirts are a must for all booster club, business, churches, and events. Go to MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. Don would chill us. Welcome back from vacation. Thank you, Michael. And just as I was on hold going into it, we were 0-0 here in the first quarter. Homestead goes for it on fourth and three, gets the first down, but in the process on the very next play, A.J. Arndt from Hartford picks the pass from Homestead off, goes 65 yards for the score. We've got 9.50 to go here in the second quarter. We're waiting for the extra point. Right now, Hartford leading 6 nothing. Hey, Don, how about uh, by you? Is Homestead letting kids in? What's the, what's the atmosphere look like? Um, they're, they're letting some kids in. Uh, people are trying to uh, spread out as much as possible. It's not the uh, the normal uh, homestead crowd, but there are fans here, and, and they're making the best of the situation. Excellent. Hartford up 6 nothing at this point. Nothing. Uh, we had a timeout here, so we're still waiting on the extra point. You got it. We'll figure it out later. Don, thank you very much. Uh, let's get to uh, line one if we can. Tyler's at the uh, Tulsa West at New Berlin Eisenhower game. Tyler's brought to you by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Uh, less than 10 minutes left in the first half, and Tulsa West, they're really giving it to uh, New Berlin Eisenhower. They're now up 16 to nothing. They were able to, um, the Lions were uh, not able to too much offensively. They went three and out on their next offensive drive, and then Raquan Kelly ran in from two yards out. That was with 207 left in the first quarter. And they went for two once again, and they got it. And now uh, Tulsa West, they do have the ball again, and they're now at the Eisenhower 15, threatening to score with 930 left in the first half. 
Tyler, thank you very much. 60 nothing Tosa West over New Berlin Eisenhower. Guys are on hold, but we have to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll catch up with a number of games uh, throughout the area. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's get right to line five, Andy Marino. He is at the Brookfield Central Catholic Memorial Game. Andy, give us an update. Hey, Mac, I got Brookfield Central zero, Catholic Memorial zero. And, man, this is just an electric atmosphere out here. I know it's week two, but, man, this feels like a playoff game. Uh, Defensive struggle um, so far throughout the first quarter. Brookfield Central has put together a drive, and they're creeping into red zone territory, but nothing on the uh, current electric scoreboard yet. You know, Andy, two of the better high school football programs in, in not only this area, but throughout the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, and, this, uh, is, this is amazing atmosphere. There was a few games I could have sent you to. I could have sent you to your alma mater, Wisconsin Lutheran, that's playing this week against Marquette. But I thought, you know what, Brook Central Catholic Memorial, let's get, uh, let's get Andy Marino over there. I know that uh, the Thursday Night Lights high school football game of the week is, is over there. You see some of my old mates over there. It's funny you say that. Um, I actually went over there and um, was trying to get a Where's McGivern chant going, <laughs> and uh, no one really followed along, so yeah. I'll try something else. Well, none of my family members are at that game tonight, so <laughs> yeah, you, you could try that anywhere in the state. You wouldn't get anybody doing that. Martin Andy, Luther. <laughs> yeah, maybe Martin Luther. Andy, thank you so much. Zero, Thanks. zero, Brook, Brook Central and Catholic Memorial. Let's get to line seven, Alex Zola. He is uh, down in Kenosha, hopefully staying warm. He's at the Kenosha-Bradford-Tremper game, brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's pick-and-save Student Athlete of the Week. Thanks, pick-and-save. Alex, give us an update. Well, Mac, we got under 11 to go here in the second quarter in Kenosha. Bradford three, Tremper zero, And it could be a whole lot more. I mean, Bradford had three long drives, deep drives, in the first quarter into Tremper territory, but the Tremper defense denied them twice on a fourth down. And so Bradford, all they have to show is a field goal so far, but they have the ball at the 10-yard line right now looking to add to their lead. We'll see if Tremper can put up another stop on defense. Well, I'll tell you what, for that conference to to, to be a really good conference, it would be nice to get Tremper back being competitive. Alex and Zola, thank you so much. Bradford, three. Kenosha Tramper, zero. Let's get to line two if we can. Jason Pittman, he's at the West Bend East, West Bend West game. Again, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Time to get those new windows or doors you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Jason, give us an update. Well, shortly after I uh, hung up with you last time, Brady Schmidt from East with a two-yard plunge uh, to tie the game at seven. We're at 721 left in the half. East has the ball now. And uh, it is homecoming here in West Bend, although it does seem kind of weird with, uh, you know, not much of a crowd due to the COVID situation. Yeah, I feel bad for some of these kids, man. I just do. I, I really do. Homestead's supposed to, you know, homecoming's supposed to be where everybody's there. You get a chance to, you know, they introduce the court and everybody's getting ready for the dance and having fun. And, and I don't know if, if uh, much of that's going to be going on this year. Jason Pittman, thank you so much. 7-7 West Bend East. 
against West Bend West. Let's get over to line three if we can. John Moore is at the Waukesha South Arrowhead game. John is brought to you by Lynch McGuanigo, premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Huge selection of new and used vehicles. Go to lynchmcguanigo.com. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, so far it's a Max Bredesen show. Yeah, it's only the first half, and he already ran in for a second score, this time from 24 yards out. We have 14 nothing Arrowhead over South with six minutes left in the half. Hey, John, is Waukesha South, are, are they competitive? And, and how would they do, do you think, in some of the other conferences in our area? Well, I'm telling you, Mike, they're pretty scrappy right now. I think if you put them in, like, the, the old Woodland or the Parkland, I think they can compete against some of those schools. They just seem like they're undersized and a little outmatched athletically. Yeah, it's uh, it's been difficult for them, you know, over the years to stay in that conference and be competitive. And I've gone out to see them play. You know, we've done a couple of Thursday night lights games where Waukesha South was part of it. And I'll tell you what, they've had a number of athletes on their side of the ball that could compete in any conference in the state, but they just didn't have enough of them. No, I would agree with you that, Mike. And the Arrowhead defense right now is just swarming whatever the Blackshirts want to do on offense. The quarterback is most likely running for his life just about on every play, so it's uh, it could be a long night for them. Yeah, it, it could be. Hey, uh, John, thank you very much. Again, 14 nothing Arrowhead over Waukesha South. And John is brought to you again by Lynch McGuanago. Go to lynchmcguanago.com if you're looking for any type of new or used vehicle. You know, John talked about Waukesha South and, and how at this point their, their quarterback is running for his life. What happens is football is a numbers game. And when, when Joe Cook was in studio with me when he was here in Milwaukee, he convinced me on the whole two-platoon thing. And he said, look, even if I've got kids – that that might not you know shouldn't be started. I'm gonna I'm gonna coach them up and get them to play. And what happens instead of having 11 or 22 guys fully engaged every practice, I've got 44. So I've got 44 guys because you know if if you're a second team starting left tackle, you got to you got to know everything because if that left tackle goes out, you're in. And he convinced me that football 100 is a numbers game. And at Waukesha South. Their numbers are not what they are at Mosquito, not what they are at Arrowhead, not what they are at McGuanico. And so I'd go watch them play, and it'd be like, man, these guys are good. They're just not at the level to play in that conference. Let's get over to line one if we can. Ted Lang, he is at the uh, the Grafton game. Grafton at Pewaukee. Ted Lang, give us an update. Yeah, big time. 6.37 to go before halftime. Grafton is on the board. Dominic Boylan takes a jet sweep around the right end for a seven-yard touchdown run to put Grafton up with the extra point. Seven to six, Grafton over Pewaukee. Hey, Ted, I, I, do me a favor, and you've been around the game a long time. Watch Dominic play. I was, I was going back and forth with his dad over uh, the weekend, last weekend. We had Dominic on uh, with the head coach, uh, Jim Norris from Grafton, and uh, we, had, we had three of their seniors, and Dominic being one of them. And his dad uh, started sending me text messages last week saying, hey, thank you so much for having my son on. And 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 we it went back and forth as far as, look, I don't – my son would love to play at the next level. And here are the numbers he's put up. And if you look at the numbers this kid has put up, they're incredible. Um, last year and this year. And he said, I, I'm having a hard time finding a place for him to play. And he's a 3'9 student. He's a great kid. And I said, look, I haven't seen him play. So I have a hard time talking about it, 
But do me a favor, Ted. You, you've seen enough of these kids. Take a look at that kid mm-hmm. and send me a text. Let me know what you think. Will do. And, and the one thing you got to say, uh, Coach Norris has done a phenomenal job here at Grafton. You know, I mean, just from when he took over that program, you know, and, and uh, you know, he's you know, they came down from the North Shore. You know, they used to be in the North Shore. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'll definitely I'll definitely take a good look hey, at Voiland. Ted, uh, those three kids that were on the air with me last year said, I said, hey, if you if you guys could get one team, this new schedule you have, and they all said Homestead. We, we yeah. would love to get Homestead one last time, and we're not, you know, it doesn't look like we will, but, boy, would we like a chance at those guys. Ted Lang, thank you very much. It is uh, 7-6. Grafton over Pewaukee. Let's get to line two, if we can. The newest uh, newest team member, Michael Rachel, is at the Germantown at Menominee Falls game, and he's brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. They're looking for apprentices. Starting pay is 27 bucks an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Michael Rachel, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Uh, rare score update here at Germantown. Menominee Falls doubles their lead. They now lead 14 to nothing over Germantown. Still defensively, just giving Germantown all the problems. But the scoring play from Menominee Falls came from Tyler Oledenchek once again. This time it's a 12-yard run into the end zone. we got just under a minute to go before halftime, and it's all Menominee Falls. Michael, what's it like for you being back at a high school football game? You're all right? uh, It's a good place to be? Yeah, no, I'm glad I'm on the sidelines and not uh, in between the numbers, that's for sure, because these two teams, you can tell they don't like each other. No, they, Germantown Menominee Falls does not. You really want to see a matchup, Menominee Falls and Sussex-Hamilton. <laughs> they really don't like it. They don't like each other at all. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's and you know, we talked a little bit about Sussex-Hamilton. Your sisters went there, and I'm sure they don't like Menominee Falls. So. No, he, yeah, growing up, we were not a big Menominee Falls household, that is for sure. No, no no doubt. He is Michael Rachel. Nice job. 14 nothing. Menominee Falls over Germantown. Before we get to a break, let's get over to Don Wachillis. Don is covering the Hartford at Homestead game, brought to you by MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. T-shirts are a must for all booster clubs, businesses, churches, and events. Talk to Troy Schaefer at MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. Hey, Don, give us an update. Hey, Mike, since the last time we talk the extra point was good hartford did go up seven nothing homestead would answer they'll go on a nine play drive that took 405 off the clock jack gresher will connect from 30 yards on a field goal so right now hartford's still on top seven to three 415 to go second quarter you know don um a whole new setup over at at uh, homestead dave keel had been there forever retires they have two co-head coaches the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator are co-head coaches, and uh, I'd be interesting to see how that experiment works at the varsity level. Yeah, you know, experiments are always interesting in, in year number one, especially on a major change like you have here at Homestead with Coach Keel uh, retiring. But, I mean, the team hasn't, at least early on here, looked like they've missed a beat. They're competitive, uh, a couple of mistakes, but those things happen early on in a season. We'll see how things play out. You want to hear more Don Wachillis Monday nights from 6 to 8 on uh, the College Sports Show, The Journey House College Sports Show, What brought to you by Waterstone Bank and poured by Soulbox Soul or something? Yes. So, there, there you go. There hey, you go. I don't know if you say it's poured by, but that's not bad. You can use that if you want. No, I, I might be jotting a note down as we speak. boy, He's Don Wachillis. Let's get to, uh, if we can, let's get to line 5. Andy Marino is, uh, I don't know where he's at. He might be now over at the Wisconsin Lutheran game. I don't know if he knows 
where he's at half the time. Uh, Andy is hopefully still at the Brooks Central Catholic Memorial game, and he's brought to you by Fastback Physical Therapy. They're located in New Berlin. If you visit fastbackpt.com, you're going to receive a free virtual consultation of any injury. Get back doing the things that you love to do pain-free. Andy, give us an update. Yeah, I need, I'm going to need mental therapy after working with you this season. I got uh, Burkefield Central 3, Catholic Memorial 0, 7.38 left in the second quarter. Uh, Burkefield Central getting a field goal out of that drive I was talking about um, on my last call. Uh, just outside the 20-yard line was the kick. Um, Catholic Memorial did not move the ball whatsoever on uh, the ensuing drive, and uh, Burkefield Central has the ball back. Hey, Andy, a friend of yours is actually at that game. He just sent me a text. I'm going to send it. Where are you located? Are you on the sidelines? Yeah, no, I'm in the stands here. Okay. On on which sidelines? Uh, On the visitor side, uh, stands. Okay, good. Um, Raul, who is a friend of ours from Channel 10 and 36, (laughs) is is looking to spend a few minutes with you after that shot you just gave me. So I'm going to send him over. You should be over there in about three minutes. He is Andy Marino, Brook Central up 3 nothing. Over Catholic Memorial, we'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get your most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by our friends at Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric. They are home to the superheroes. Let's go to line five if we can. Got a special guest, head football coach at Oak Creek. I, man, what Coach Parr? What's it like being at home on a Friday night in you know beginning of October? This got to be unusual for you, Coach. This is the weirdest thing we've been a part of. <laughs> you know, preparing for a bye week and then sitting here. Right now, we've got Coach Meyer, Coach Hubba. Uh, my freshman coach, Coach Garden, sitting watching two different feeds. Uh, we should be at a game right now. I mean, but what the heck? It's it's 2020. Anything goes on. It's really strange. Time. Hey, you ask Coach Hubba, other than Joe Cook, who is his favorite high school football coach? He talked about it during dinner tonight. He said that uh, you were an amazing freshman coach. Yeah. He did bring that up. That Matt, not, no, uh, he knew was... more as a freshman than I did. And he <laughs> he was our center. I'm And I'm not kidding. He'd come over the sidelines and say, hey, why don't we run the ball to the right? They're really weak over there. Or he'd say, let me punt, man. I'm a good punter, so we'd let him punt. And he'd say, you know, I can throw it, too. We should fake every once in a while. And it was like, okay, hold on there, young man. No, all hold, the best ones want to be a part of it. Hold on. Man, he is uh, as good a high school football coach as there is. And uh, he's never had that interest or drive to be a head football coach, I don't think. But I'll tell you, Joe Cook used to talk about Hubba in some unbelievable terms of, look, this is a guy that's innovative, he's really smart, and he's as good a football coach on the fly as anybody I've ever coached with. Um, I'll tell you flat out, we've changed who we are because of his addition. Uh, his intelligence, his uh, dedication, the, um, you know, his basically pushing our kids to, to extremes. Uh, it is a huge, huge, huge uh, addition to our program on the offensive side. And then on the other side, we got Steve Lutnick. You know, he, Steve's been a uh, coach center, Coach Krause for years. 
So I've got my defensive coordinator, coach center, coach Krause, winning, winning the state championship. My offense coordinator, coach center, coach Parr, or coach, uh, coach Cook. Cook. And I just kind of stay out of the way. I mean, these guys are amazing. I, I'm very, very fortunate. In fact, Paul Meyer, coach center, coach, uh, Kennedy and coach, uh, coach Cook. So. Yeah, I'm very, very blessed with some great assistant coaches. Joe, one thing I always loved about Hubba is you never had to think or question where you stood with him. Oh he, no, that's he true. will. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna let you know exactly where he, it's at. He, he has expectations, and you bet and you know, which makes it pretty special. And I think, look, if if you're if you're with him, if he, if he says, look, you're you're one of my guys, that's great. If you're not, man, he will let you know exactly why. And and I always have respect for for guys like that. He, he, you know, he feels like uh, he 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 is the best coach on the field, and that's how he feels. And and a lot of people have told me that he is. Let's talk about last week, boy. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you guys played a really good team, and I was I have to tell you, I was a little surprised. I kept reading all this stuff about all these athletes that Indian Trail had, and this kid's going D one, this kid's going D two. They're going to spread people out. They're going to score fifty in a game, and and coach, you guys, uh, you had none of that. Well, I'll tell you, it was, uh, it was, I don't want to say it was unexpected that game from us, but I didn't know where we were at. We were in a, in a crazy situation. We had a freshman quarterback, we had a freshman middle linebacker, and we had a freshman left tackle. Those are kind of important positions. Um, and each one of them played extremely well, but the seniors we did have are the ones who stepped up and kind of made the game work for those guys. I mean, they really bought in and did everything. We competed everywhere. And quite honestly, we just played clean for as crazy as the first week was for so many different teams. Uh, we didn't make many mistakes. We didn't have turnovers. Uh, we didn't have penalties to the level that they did. Uh, Indian Trail is a very physical and emotional team, and they'll get you going. They'll get you out of your game. And uh, our, our young guys just they, they answered it all. And, I, again, I put that a lot on my assistant coaches for having them ready. Uh, can't say enough about a senior like Zach Peterson, who's one of our only guys who plays both ways just knows the game in and out. Yeah, he knows it. And that's the stuff where Coach Hubble is taking the things we're doing to another level thinking-wise. And it's kids like that that are able to do it on the fly that are making it all work. Coach, uh, let, let's yeah. talk if we can. And, and you and I went back and forth um, late last mm-hmm. Friday, and I asked you specifically, Was the game obviously wasn't too big. The, the lights weren't too bright for a freshman quarterback, and you started laughing. You said, no, he's special. He's a special kid. What, so his name is Kate Pelkowski. Um, he's actually an outstanding baseball player. Imagine that at Oak Creek. Um, but this kid can really play. He's, he competes at the highest level. Louisville's already actually talked to Coach Howler about him as a baseball player. And uh, when when the situation arose that he was going to become our starting quarterback, uh, we, we had a great quarterback coming back in Jason Sinani, who's a special kid who we care about a lot, um, who made a decision to play basketball. We support him 100%. We looked around the room. We said, you know, where are we going to go here? And we had a nice junior quarterback, but – uh, honestly, he was going to start at safety for us. And, you know, by losing that, we lose two positions. So we gave this freshman a shot, and he's never looked back. He just has – he's got the it. He just gets it. He's not over. He's not overwhelmed by anything. Uh, he's a runner and a thrower. Um, he's smart as smart – as, as sharp as a pack uh, and a competitor. And he, he and Coach Hub have already got real close bond. So we, it's been pretty cool to see. We are talking to Joel Parr, the head football coach at Oak Creek. Joel, I've been in enough locker rooms in my life to know that you know there's a there's a dynamic of when you know seniors and even some juniors come into the season going okay this is our team 
We're the leaders. This is our team. We own this team. And all of a sudden, some freshmen come in, and the dynamic is like, hold on a second. You know, that's, hold on, they're taking time from us. And it takes a special, I think, coaching staff in a special school and a special locker room. If you've got some senior leaders that are going, hold on a second, these kids can straight up play and they can help us win. How was the transition, did you, did you feel, for the for the older kids in that locker room? Well, some of the transition was due, is dealt with desperation. Uh, when, you know, when we made the move, when Jason decided to not play, which, you know, again, we supported him 100%, we needed to, to have someone step up. So when he stepped in into our first inter-squad scrimmage and made plays against our defense, he kind of won them over just by the challenge. And at the end of the day, our guys want to play. They want to compete. They want to win. You know, they want to be out there. And if they know a kid can handle it and do it, you know, they're going to be there for him. And, you know, in this times, I've, I've had uh, – we had a starting uh, – uh, a starting defensive tackle decided that, you know, another sport was probably his direction. We had some kids who decided, you know, we're not going to have any fans in the stands. You know, maybe I'll work. It's a weird year coming in. I've never been through anything like this before. Uh, I've had kids say to me, man, there's no fans in the stands. It doesn't even matter. But I look at the kids that were there at the first game and the buy-in they had and all of it meant for them. And at that point, we knew, you know, these guys are all in. And that's who we're playing for and with. And the freshmen – you know what? They're just players now. They're just guys. And this kid, they love playing for him. I have two wide receivers, two seniors that are hurt. They missed the first game. And they both were, their, their mouth was watering when they saw him play. They're like, Man. I can't wait to get on the field to get that kid throwing me the ball. Hey, Coach, so he owns that huddle as a freshman. That's his huddle, right? Um, I like our linemen. <laughs> uh, you know, our linemen, the nice thing is our linemen are always going to be the heart at Oak Creek when we're good. And uh, I'll say they're there. Um, but they don't say a word when he talks. So I will say he, he it, it's owned by many, but he is the man. Boy, I'll yeah, tell you. You know I, what? I'm not going to give him too much. He's still got a long yeah. way to go. He's a what, but you know what I like? I, I, I would like to see when 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 some kid from another school, from Franklin, or I, why do I pick on Franklin? Some Kenosha school. It's okay. That's yeah, yeah, I know. I know. You know, gives that freshman a cheap shot. I, I, I want to see one of these senior linemen going, no, 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 that's no, you you will not do that to this kid and stand up and, and uh, you know, take the fight for to anybody that that's going to do that. And coach, I understand that he's just one piece of this clock, but it's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Middle linebacker, a kid that loves to hit people, an offensive tackle. I don't, you know, three freshmen starting at Oak Creek is a big deal. Well, it is. And, uh, and it, the one thing was, is they're very well prepared by their coaches coming in. Um, and you know what, it, it, like you said before, it, it's not too big for them yet. Now, guys, it was week one. We have a long time long to go. Way. We understand all that. We get it. But to get through that game in that environment with everything we've gone through to have such a great team effort, it was amazing. And, again, like I said, a lot of our, you know, so we're still pretty young, but a lot of the kids played as sophomores or juniors now. And just that next year of experience is huge. Our defensive line played really well. They really harassed. I'm a very good quarterback at uh, Trails last year. We got a kid named Gabe Al Yusuf, who is only a junior, but this is his third year starting on D line. And, and it's kids like that, along with Nikki Filsinger, another D lineman who's a senior, um, they're the ones that are the heart. And then these young guys just got to follow it and make sure they keep up with their guys. You know? 100%. I, that's a great thing that, that you just said. Those seniors and those are the guys we should be talking about, and we are. Mm-hmm. 
but they're the leaders of the team. And these, all you have to do is be a role player. Let us carry it the rest of the way. But you know, make sure that you're here when we need you. I love that. Hey, coach, thank you. I could spend the you know the, another two hours talking to you, and I, certainly I have to rip you for being a St. Catherine grad. But other oh, than that, right. <laughs> not, you're not a bad guy, coach. I'm telling that's you, right. one of the very that's few that came out of St. Catherine's unscathed. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of angels around. I don't, uh, know. <laughs> I, I don't know how did that ankle bracelet work when you? No, I'm just kidding. He never had that. He is Joe Parr, the head coach at Oak Creek. Coach, thank you very much. Hey, before thank you, so much, Coach. you bet, thank you. Before we get to a break, let's get to line two. Jason is at the West Bend East West Bend West game, and and uh, something going on over there. Jason, what's going on? Yeah, we had a scary situation here, Mike. At the six oh four mark, uh, West was on offense and receiver running a crossing pattern, and uh, got hit by a West linebacker coming across, and was uh, uh, I assume not cold. He. Uh, we did bring the ambulance in. Um, he was responsive and did raise his hand as he was on the gurney getting loaded into the ambulance, which draw, drew a big applause from both sides. The player from the east was ejected for targeting. I'm not going to name names or anything. Nope. This kind of situation, but just want to let you know that uh, you know we the scary side of the sport. You know, it's still a dangerous sport, but uh, no matter the precautions we take, but uh, you know our thoughts and prayers with that young man from West. 100. percent What's his score out there? Still seven seven. It's Still seven seven and West is now at the East eleven yard line. And you know when you're when you're doing a rivalry game like that, and uh, a kid what what I guess might have been called a cheap shot since he got ejected, that just adds fuel to that fire of that uh, that whole rival. Yes, it does, without a doubt. Jason Pittman, thank you very much. We have got to get to a break. You know what? Let's get to Tyler real quick. Line one, he's been holding. Uh, Tyler, we're gonna have to make this really quick. Give us an update. Hey, Mike, we're at halftime right now, and Tulsa West in full control, up 24 to nothing. They were able to score uh, one more touchdown, a seven-yard run by Logan Ertle. That was with 8.33 left in the first half. Otherwise, it's been, uh, I think, the sell down. Eisenhower is finally starting to get a couple of stops on Tulsa West, and also a couple of uh, consecutive unsportsmanlike conduct penalties by Tulsa West, getting a little bit too excited and shouting some stuff, some choice words to Eisenhower. So that's where we stand right now. 24-0, Tulsa West over Eisenhower. Tyler Peters, thank you very much. we got to get to a break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland, from the North Shore to the Classic Eight, from the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are falling. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by our friends at Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Let's get to line two if we can. Mike Bush, he is uh, at the Waukesha West Mosquito Game, brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see our friend Smoking Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, and embroidery work. Mike Bush, what's going on? Yeah, uh, third quarter is just about to start, Mike. I'm glad I got a little bit of time. Because Waukesha, uh, the Wolverines, 
uh, Waukesha West. They had an eight-minute drive, almost the whole second quarter. Muskego got the ball first. Uh, we're forced out, out on downs. Waukesha held it for like the next eight minutes. They got down into Muskego 15 and, and threw the ball for the second time of the game. And uh, it was badly overthrown. Muskego got the ball. They got down, oh, I don't know, it was about the 25, attempted a 42-yard field goal. And uh, halftime just about to start here. Kind of a weird, Michael. It's, uh, it's homecoming tonight for Muskego and parents' night. Oh, man. And, uh, and I was talking to one of the guys earlier. They wanted to get them both done in the same night. The guy made a lot of sense. Um, you know, that way, who knows what next week will bring. Right. And uh, that gentleman I'm talking about is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Gary Ellerson, who's uh, standing right next to me. And uh, I don't know if he wanted to talk to him or not. Yeah, or but we can do that at another time. No, if, if he can, let's talk to him. Hello? Gary, how you doing? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Here he is, Michael. Good. Here he is. What's going on, bud? What's going on, Gary? How you been? Uh, good, good. Checking in. Hey, high school football at Muskego, normally there's nothing like it. You know, no, and it's nothing. And and now there's with with the changes that we have to make, uh, does it feel different to you? Oh yeah, it really does. Mike. Everybody's here to have they have their mask on, but you know what? We're trying to get some sort of normalcy back in our lives. I think it's good for the kids. We're having parents' night. You know, we're doing it out. We have a homecoming, all that, and we're just trying to get it all in. You never know what the future holds for us. It's good for these seniors to go out some sort of kind of way. If it ends tomorrow, they still play two games. Right. And these seniors are going to have to hang their hat on that. Yeah, I agree with you, Gary. And I, I feel bad for the seniors all over, you know, all over the country. But yeah. for those kids that are, you know, the school said we're going to play in the spring. Who knows what that's going to be like, you know, right, if they're right. going to get a chance to play or not. Uh, your son enjoys being part of the Muskego family? Yeah, he does. And a big shout-out to your co-host, Ryan McMillan, for putting all this stuff together to make it happen. Uh, and it's, it's a good coordinated uh, event here. Everybody feels safe. They look safe. Uh, Waukesha West parents are here. And uh, you know what? It, it's, it's not like it used to be, but we'll take it. Hey, Gary, last question for you. You've seen a lot of really good college football players uh, in your day. Where does Hunter Waller, where where does he fit in as far as being able to play up at Wisconsin? Well, he tilts, he, you know, he tilts the field. I mean, he can do anything he wants to do. I, I think they should use him more. Put him on offense. Use his kickoff return, punt returns. I mean, when I was a senior in high school, I knew I was the best player on the field, and my coaches used me on punt returns, kickoff returns, offense, defense. Let him play everywhere. This is it. He's a senior Use him up. And, you know, maybe there's something to that. Maybe you save it to the end of the year. But he is most certainly the real deal, man. Hey, he can do everything. Gary, we had him on our coaches show a couple of weeks ago. And I'm, and I'm not kidding. If he decided not to play college football and he wanted to come to this station to take my job, he could come here and take my job. That's yeah, how good. Well, Just a yeah. really good, really well-versed um, and, ex- and extremely caring about what he was talking about. And when I asked him, look, you had a chance to go any place you want in the country. He said, no, I grew up dreaming about playing at Wisconsin, and I'm really close to my family, and I want them to see me play every week. Yeah, good, good, good set of parents. He understood where he wanted to go, which was great. Wisconsin's a great program. He'll do well there. I must tell you that uh, Waukesha West lined up to kick the ball off in the second half. They go onside kick and recover it. Uh, and now they're 
set to go here in hey. the second half to start it off. That's one of your ex-teammates over there coaching, isn't it? Yes, sir, right? Steve, <laughs> Steve Ruggs. Yeah. Ruxy, yes. Man, I don't remember my nieces and nephews' names, Gary, but I remember <laughs> stuff like that. He is Gary Ellerson from the Big All Show. Right, you buddy. can. And he also, A, he's the spokesperson for J&J Contractors and my friends at Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. He is Gary Ellerson. Thank you very much, Gary. All right, buddy. Yep. You got it. Let's get to line. uh, Let's go to line one real quick. John Moore is at the Waukesha South Arrowhead game. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, thanks for putting me on hold. I had to wait for Gary Ellerson, but that's okay. I'll do that anytime for Gary. I appreciate that. (laughs) The entire second quarter, Mike, was played on the south end of the field. Uh, Arrowhead attempted a 54-yard field goal to end the half, and it was just a hair short. So we still have 14-0 Arrowhead at the half. you got to give Waukesha credit. They're hanging in there. Mike, their defense ain't that bad right now. They're swarming to the ball, and Arrowhead's getting killed by penalties right now. There's a couple of holding calls and a couple of false starts, and at one time it was second and 40. Oh, Matt Harris is going to give them an earful. Uh, let's get to line four if we can. Andy's been holding. He is at the Brooks Central uh, Catholic Memorial game, Andy. What? Andy Dalton? No, Andy Marino. Andy Marino. What's going on? <laughs> I got a halftime score for you. Brooke Central three, Catholic Memorial three. Catholic Memorial hit a long bomb to one of their receivers, Alex Oshner, had a catch and run to put them in uh, first and goal territory right before the half. Unfortunately, they couldn't really cash in. They could only get a field goal out of it. But man, this game's a thriller. He is Andy Marino, brought to you by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Visit FastbackPT.com today to receive a free virtual consultation on any injury and get back doing the things that you love to do pain-free. Andy, thank you very much. Let's get to line six if we can. Alex and Zola, he's at the Kenosha-Bradford-Kenosha-Tremper game. Alex, give us an update. Mac, it is the Zenzola Press Box Express Halftime Reports. Bradford six, Tremper zero, and... Bradford was on defense most of the second quarter as Tremper put together a couple long drives but had nothing to show for it either time. They drove downfield right before the half, lined up for a field goal, and Bradford blocked it. So the score stands 6-0 Bradford at the half. It's beautiful, Alex. Thank you. He's brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show and meet this week's pick-and-save student athlete of the week. Thanks, pick-and-save. Let's get to line three if we can. Jason Pittman. He's at the West Bend East West Bend West game, and he's brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. Jason, give us an update. Well, shortly after I uh, updated you about the injury, we ended up having a West field goal. Uh, Cade Restabo hit a 27-yarder to put the Spartans up uh, 10-0. But uh, on the ensuing drive, uh, Dawson Rondorf hit Sam Geldnick on a 44-yard pass that took the Suns down to the four-yard line of West, and Rondorf ended up sneaking that in from four yards out. And now we're coming back the other way, and Rondorf, playing defensive back, intercepts uh, backup quarterback for the Spartans, Jonathan Daly. Daly's in this week because their starting quarterback just found out yesterday that he couldn't play due to COVID issues. Jason, what's the score? Uh, sorry, 14-10 to 10 East at the moment. Perfect. Thank you, Jason. 14-10 West Bend East. Over West Bend West. Uh, let's get over to Michael. Uh, Michael's covering uh, the Germantown Menominee Falls game. And Michael Rachel is brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. They're looking for apprentices starting 27 bucks an hour. Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Michael, give us an update. 
Yeah, I got a couple updates here, Mike. Uh, Germantown looking like they're coming alive here in the second half. Opening drive, they take it down and score to cut the deficit. Menominee Falls now leads 14-7. to Germantown had a quarterback change. They brought in Ethan Sawyer, and he connected with Tony Loberger for a uh, 12-yard touchdown pass. Uh, and then as I was speaking, Menominee Falls, uh, the return kicker, Quentin Redding, returned the kick all the way to the end zone, but it was called back for a block in the back. So Menominee Falls now is the ball up 14-7 to with nine to go. You know, Michael, Germantown last week was a slow starter as well and, and uh, played really well in the second half. Menominee Falls is, is picked to win that conference. So it'll be interesting to see if Germantown can do what they did last week. Interesting, and, and I'll talk to Jake Davis, the head coach at Germantown, about the decision process to change quarterbacks. So far, so good with that. Yeah, and Mike, just as you were speaking right there, Germantown actually gave up a long pass uh, for a touchdown. So it's now 20-7, to Menominee Falls, pending the extra point. Man, you know, good timing to have you on. Next time <laughs> we'll have you do play-by-play for it. <laughs> yeah, he, sounds like a plan. He is Michael Rachel. Thank you so much. Right now, 20-7, to guys, we're going to get to a break. For you guys on hold, we'll get back to you. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric, home of the superheroes, on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Time now for your Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard update. I am Mitch Ross. First, we had to Mequon, Homestead, and Hartford doing battle tonight. 10-3, Hartford leads that one at the half. All these games basically right around the half. Grafton leads Pewaukee 7-6. Waukesha West and Muskego doing battle tonight. Waukesha West hanging around on the juggernaut. Muskego 14-0. That one is at half. Muskego does have the lead. Arrowhead and Waukesha South. Arrowhead leads that one 14-0. And uh, as you heard just there, Menominee Falls leads Germantown 21-7. Tosa West, New Berlin Eisenhower. All Tosa West so far at the break. 24-0. Uh, over there in New Berlin. And uh, the battle for Kenosha tonight, Bradford and Tremper, 6-0. Bradford leads Tremper at the break. West Bend East, West Bend West, another crosstown battle going on up there in West Bend. Uh, 14-10, as you heard right there, early third quarter, uh, West Bend East does lead that one. Catholic Memorial and Brook Central, that one's tied at three at half. Plymouth over and over Port Washington at the break, 14-0. And Luther Prep trails Lakeside Lutheran, 14-7. McQuanago 20 to 7 over Economowoc so far after the after one half. Brook East 24 nothing over Sussex Hamilton at the half, and Franklin leads 7 nothing at the break over Kenosha Indian Trail. I'm Mitch Ross. This has been your Varsity Blitz scoreboard update, and it's brought to you by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Listen every Saturday at 11 a.m. for this week's Current Electric Superhero of the Week because Current cares. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Let's get to line one. Tyler Peters, I'll tell you what, Tosa Tosa West might be a better football team than some people gave him credit for. They took Catholic Memorial to the wire, had a chance to win the game last week, and now they're playing at uh, New Berlin Eisenhower, and they're playing awfully well. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Well, Toto West, they are just completely slamming New Berlin Eisenhower. They are now off 32 to nothing, which forced 32 left in the third quarter. 
Um, Eisenhower, their offense, how bad it was, they did not have a first down offensively in the first half. They were actually able to get a couple first downs, but then they got a thereabouts. And Postal West got the ball, and then they were able to score again. The big play on that was about a 40-yard run by Waquan Kelly all the way to the Eisenhower two-yard one-yard line, and that's where Logan Earl went in for a second touchdown run up to 7044 left. Eisenhower, they got the ball back, and now it's 14 left. They're actually at the post of 17 with a first down, so they may finally get on the scoreboard, Mike. Tyler, thank you very much. Uh, 32-0. Tulsa West over New Berlin-Eisenhower. I'll tell you what, Matt Kern said, look, we may take some lumps early. Uh, it's a younger team, and uh, you know what? We're gonna put, we've got a tough schedule, and it might be a tough go for Eisenhower. People aren't used to Eisenhower ever getting down 32 nothing to somebody, but it's a proud program with some really good kids, and, and Matt Kern and his staff, they do a great job. Let's get to line two if we can. Don with Chillis. He's at the Hartford Homestead game. Don, give us an update. Uh, Mike, Homestead started the second half with a bit of a gamble with an attempted onside kick that Hartford recovered. It wouldn't take him long. Three plays, an 11-yard touchdown pass to Jordan Cook. Now has them on top 17-3. They held Homestead three and out and now have the ball on the Homestead 48 here with a second down and long, but threatening here to blow this thing open as Hartford now leads 17-3, 7.35 to go third quarter. So, Don, the tough part with having co-head coaches is who made that decision? The other guy's looking at him going, really? It, it, we're down, you know, it's 10-3. We're down one score, and we're going we're gonna to go and give them the ball, you know, on our side of the, the field if this thing doesn't work. That's that's the tough part. When you got one guy in charge, it's his boat, and when he makes the decision, everybody knows who to look at, and he'll take the hit. Okay, it was a gamble. I tried, and, and it didn't work. When you have two head coaches, two co-head coaches, I'd love to know what the sideline or what the locker room is going to be like after that game. Yeah, you're, you'd be curious to know if coming out of halftime, if it was something, like you said, either one person or the other had it in their back pocket, or did they agree upon it as they made their way to the sidelines? Uh, Hartford, with a long pass here, has set them up first and 10 on the Homestead 18. Wow. I'll tell you, Don, it, um, it's just interesting. And there's so there, the dynamics of all this is really different. You know, everything is different. But one thing that was constant for years was Homestead was going to be either winning the conference or sharing the conference with, you know, Whitefish Bay or somebody else. And, you know, we'll see. I, I don't know of too many places that have co-head coaches that can coexist and, and do things together. Now, I understand that those two guys were co-head coaches on the JV level years ago at Homestead. And I'm just wondering how that's that's going to work out. And you know, guys like like me, we can sit back in the in the studio and and you know make comments like this because we're not on the field, we're not making those decisions. So it's easy for me to make it from uh, way over on 118th and Grange. Well, and then think about the fact that had they recovered the onside kick, it maybe you know the momentum switches. The conversation you and I are having right now is completely different. 
completely different. Hey, Don, before we let you go, how is uh, the Monday Night College Sports uh, Show going? I know there's not a whole lot of college sports yet to talk about. Um, how, how is that show going for you? Everything is going good. You know, with college football, it's been slow, but, you know, it's slowly getting back up to a full slate of games. But there are so many other dynamics going on right now in college athletics that, uh, yeah, two hours, we pack it in, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. You can hear Don Wachillis on the College Sports Show Mondays from 6 to 8 here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Let's uh, let's get to uh, to line one if we can. Uh, Jason Pittman at the West Bend East-West Bend West rivalry game. Jason, give us an update. Well, we're 14 to 10 at halftime. Uh Sorry about that, Mike. Losing my losing my earbud here. Uh, Fourteen to ten, East at halftime. Uh, I had a chance to talk to West Coach Dan Perkovich as they came off the field at halftime. Uh, he said, "You know, tough game like he expected. You know, rivalry game. What else do you want? What else do you expect?" And he said, uh, "The best thing of all for tonight so far is the fact that their young man that was hurt had feeling in his extremities when he left. So that's obviously a very positive thing, and we wish that young man well as he uh, recovers from this." Yeah, I agree with you, Jason, 100%. 14-10 West Bend East over West Bend West. We're going to get you a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric, home of the superheroes, on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Let's get right out to a, uh, line two. The newest member of our family here, and hopefully he'll be back next week. I think he will. I'm not going to fire him. He knows what he has to do to get fired, I can tell you that. Michael Rachel, he's at the Germantown at Menominee Falls game. Michael, give us an update. Well, Mike, Menominee Falls might want me back at their game next week because they are steamrolling right now for the Good mojo. They might want me back. They are up 28 to seven now. They converted a fourth and one, and then uh, later on that drive, uh, Colin Heckman, their tight end, received a slant pass up the middle from their quarterback Nate McLean. His second touchdown throw of the day. It's all Menominee Falls here with just over a minute to go in the third quarter. Hey, does Menominee Falls just have too much speed for Germantown? Because I know Menominee Falls got a lot of athletes, and and from what I understand, got a lot of kids that can get uh, get down the field in a hurry. Yeah, their wide receivers, the Redding brothers, have burned Germantown a little bit on offense. But when Germantown's on offense, they've been trying to pound the ball up the middle. And Menominee Falls has just stopped them every single time. And Germantown, they made a backup quarterback change, like I mentioned earlier, and they were able to move the ball down once. So offensively, Germantown's showing a little bit of promise that they weren't showing in the first half. But it's a little too too little too late here as uh, the third quarter is coming to a close. Hey, Michael, t- talk to me for a minute about the podcast that, that you're doing oddsportstopics.com and on uh, I think on YouTube, Odd Sports Topics on YouTube, but the, the podcast is one word, odd, oddsportstopics.com Talk to me a little bit about uh, about that and where the idea came up from. Yeah, absolutely. So when COVID hit, I was working for the Cardinals and that job got uh, suspended. So me and one of my former co-workers decided hey, let's go ahead and start this thing that we've been uh, thinking about for a while, which it's oddsportstopics.com, which covers odd things in sports that people kind of see as normal. 
Uh, so, for instance, uh, how the basketball backboard became a thing, it's not what you think. It's actually it was created to deter fans from throwing objects at the ball they, as they shot towards the hoop. It wasn't intended to help jump shooters with their baskets. So we're kind of just highlighting those kinds of unique things that people see as normal, and we're, we're pointing out that they're not as normal as you might think, and we're surprising a lot of people with that. You're having fun doing it? Oh, absolutely! That's the best part. Yeah, not uh, not bad for a Brookfield Academy guy. You got to <laughs> hey, your buddy's got a big wedding tomorrow night. Yeah, uh, to uh, October seventeenth. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Coming up. Did you uh, did you send him that video that we did? I have not yet. I think I'm gonna surprise him on the wedding night. Oh, that's rattle, rattle his cage a little bit before he gets up at the altar. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that is uh, a smart boy right there. Michael Rachel's been handling uh, that Menominee Falls Germantown game, twenty-eight-seven falls over Germantown. And check out his podcast. It's oddsportstopics.com. And uh, you know what? He's a young guy trying to do some good stuff in this market. Nobody in this building's a Cardinal fan, so I apologize for that. Uh, it is uh, <laughs> What's that one score looking like, one, you know? Yeah, one nothing San Diego in the seventh at this point. Oh boy! Yeah, you're, you're, just so you know, you'd be the only Cardinal fan that uh, maybe I'm going to talk to tonight. Again, he's Michael Rachel. Thank you so much. Keep in touch. Let's get to uh, line three, making a first appearance on uh, on the show this week. He is at the Watertown Luther Prep at Lakeside Lutheran game. Monty Oleseski. Monty, what's going on? Give us an update. Uh, beginning of the fourth quarter, Lakeside's up 17-7. Uh, well, I'll tell you, Watertown Luther Prep is keeping that a little closer than uh, Joey Wagner from Johnsonville thought they would. Yes, they are. Um, it's actually a pretty uh, hard-hitting game. and A uh, uh, couple big plays here and there, so... Monty, how's Ian? Oh, how's how's Ian playing? Ian's doing actually really well. He's uh, playing really well on defense, running the ball hard on offense. Um, but now Lakeside just gave up a long pass to Luther Prep to put him at uh, at, at Lakeside thirty-five. Oh my! Hey, when you watch Ian play, how, is he a different type of football player than your older son who's playing in college right now? Uh, yes, I, I think he is. Um, uh, Ian's probably got a little better feet. Uh, Cade was more of a hard, hard runner. He'd try to run you over where, uh, uh Ian will try to juke you. Uh, on defense, uh, Cade would pick you pretty good, but, uh, uh, Ian moves better laterally. Well, that's good. You, uh, senior year, um, how you doing with this? This is the year lasts for you. And I don't want to, hey, Monty, don't be crying on my radio show, but this is the year of last for you. Are you doing okay with that? Yeah, I'm doing okay. I mean, I absolutely love Friday nights, and and uh, Ian does, and the boys do, and it'll be tough when it's over, but uh, um, um, one thing, you know, you build a, a really good relationship with uh, other people, and like right now I'm watching the game uh, standing right next to Kurt DeNoyer. Mad Kurt, one of the hey, best. Hey, Kurt, how you doing? Hey, I don't know. I don't know if there's a better man than than Kurt Denoyer. I'm a big fan, man. I just am. Good to hear from you, Mike. It's good to hear, Coach. Yeah, how much do you miss coaching football? Oh, Friday nights I do. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you bet. <laughs> Man, the rest of the week, though, like me, you know, I, yeah, I retired. Yeah, it's all right the rest of the week, yeah. It's not It's not bad. It's not right. bad. And, and basketball now, you're you're not coaching basketball either. No, How's that no, going? No. Man. Just watching. Just, yeah, me too. too. Me too. And I just keep talking about it, and people keep saying, hey, go on the air and talk more about it. So that's what I do. I don't, <laughs> I don't miss the grind, Kurt. I got to be honest right. with you. Good for you. Hey, good talking to you. You too. That's Kurt uh, DeNoyer and Monty out at uh, the Watertown Luther Prep Lakeside Lutheran game. Let's get to uh, line two if we can't. John Moore, he's at the Arrowhead uh, Waukesha South game. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, there goes that man again. Max Bredesen from three yards out this time. We have Arrowhead 20, Waukesha South 0. And Waukesha South is still yet to run a play on Arrowhead side of the field. Wow. Defensively, they're getting after it. Let's get over to line one if we can. Tyler Peters. He is at the uh, New Berlin Eisenhower uh, Wauwatosa West game, and he is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's pick-and-save student-athlete of the week. Thanks, pick-and-save. Hey, give us an update, Tyler. Mike, well, 8-14 left in the game, and and it's uh, scored again, actually, and they're just about to go for two. They're now up 38-6. to six. Eisenhower was finally able to get on the board. They were able to put together a bit of a sustained drive. And Tosca is able to get the two-point conversion. Logan Erdahl punches it in right up to Earlier in the uh, near the end of the third quarter, John Wesley was finally able to score for Eisenhower on a four-yard touchdown run. The two-point conversion did not succeed, and so now... With that successful two-point conversion by Tulsa West, they are now off 40-6 to six on Eisenhower. Tyler, thank you very much. Let's get to line four if we can. Mike Bush, he's at the uh, Muskego-Waukesha West game. Michael, give us an update. Muskego 21, Waukesha West 0. Ten minutes and 20 seconds left to go in the game. Just like uh, Waukesha owned the second quarter, Muskego owned the third quarter. They put the a seven-minute drive of their own together. A whole bunch of Josh Bulski uh, using uh, Alex Current more for the decoy, and uh, they awarded Josh Bulski with a, a third and goal. He scored. The extra point was made. I got to give Nikita Gladkov some props. He made all three of the extra points. So that's where we're at. Twenty-one to nothing. Ten minutes to go in this game out in Muskego. You know, Mike. Everybody talks about that offense. At Muskego, and not a lot yeah. of people give that defense credit. I'll tell you what, over the years, that defense, man, it's awfully good. When Gary was on, he said, look, if I'm the coach of Muskego, I'm, I'm taking Hunter Wohler and I'm putting him all over, offense, defense. And and that kid is as good as, as this state has seen as a, as a safety and a defensive back. Uh, that defense, we got to start giving them a little more credit, I think. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, Waukesha West is playing well. They, they fly to the football. They they talk about 11 men in the ball. I think they got 12 men in the ball at times. And uh, that Wooler kid uh, you mentioned, Michael, I've, the first name. Uh, Hunter. Hunter, yeah. Go figure. He was the homecoming king tonight as well. Man, so, uh, you know what? Him and I are like twins. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's where I know him from. Exactly. Yeah, there, there you go. That's, I thought uh, I knew him from somewhere. I bet he's a big-time bowler the way I was as well. So. Oh, Nobody's as good as you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, he is Mike Bush. Twenty-one nothing. Muskego over Waukesha West. Let's get uh, through these next ones quick. Don is at the uh, Homestead Hartford game. Brought to you by MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com are perfect for any booster club business or church events. Go to again MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. Down with Chillis. Give us an update. 
Guys, 105 to go here in the third quarter since the last time we talked. Hartford has tacked on two more field goals. They now lead 23-3 to as we make our way towards the end of the third quarter. Homestead looking for a bright spot. Hartford's had great field position, and they've held them to two field goals. Wow. Guy with Chillis, thank you very much. Uh, let's get to line three. Nate George is at the Plymouth at Port Washington game. Nate, give us a quick update. Uh, Plymouth quarterback Kellen Mella has three rushing touchdowns. Got his squad on top, 21-0 start of the fourth quarter. Boy, you called that one. You thought that that Plymouth would uh, start taking over a little bit. Good job, Nate George. He has brought you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Go to uwcu.org. Let's get to line five, and we'll get uh, we'll get a quick update by Andy Marino, who's at the Catholic Memorial Brook Central game. Andy, give us an update. Catholic Memorial 10, Brookfield Central 3, three about three minutes left in the third quarter. Catholic Memorial just had one of the prettiest touchdown passes I've ever seen. If, if you guys can look up video for it on the school's website or on My24, please do it. Um, and then uh, Catholic Memorial just picked off a Brook Central pass. Um, so it's uh, Catholic Memorial trying to put this one away. Man, Andy, that, uh, that'd be a good win for them. Again, two of the better programs in uh, southeast Wisconsin. He's Andy Marino, brought to you by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Visit fastbackpt.com to receive a free virtual consultation for any injury and get back doing the things that you love to do pain-free. Guys, let's get to a break. Boy, I'll tell you some really good games and some interesting scores in Week 2. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Time now for your Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Update. I am Mitch Ross. Hartford, Homestead, doing battle in Mequon tonight. And Hartford, all over Homestead, 23-3 late in the third quarter in that one. Uh, Waukesha West at Muskego. Muskego, 21-0 with the lead in the fourth quarter, as you just heard here on the scoreboard show. Arrowhead and Waukesha South, all Arrowhead, 20-0 in the third quarter. Germantown and Falls. That one getting a little bit out of hand as well. 28-7, Menominee Falls leads Germantown in the third quarter. Tosa West against New Berlin-Eisenhower. Tosa West leads that one 32-6. Uh, Bradford and Tremper 6-0 at the break. Bradford led that one at the last check. West Bend East, West Bend West also in a crosstown matchup. 14-10, West Bend East led that one at the break. As you just heard, Catholic Memorial and Brookfield Central. 10-3, Catholic Memorial leads that one in the third quarter. Plymouth and Port Washington doing battle in Port. 21-0 Plymouth leads uh, at the end of the third quarter. Uh, Lakeside Lutheran and Luther Prep doing battle. 17-7 Lakeside in that one after three. McQuanago, uh leading Oconomowoc 20-7 at the half at last check. And Brookfield East 24-14 over Sussex Hamilton. Sussex Hamilton coming, a bit, uh, coming back a little bit there in that third quarter. And Franklin and Kenosha Indian Trail in a big one. Uh, that one in, late in the third quarter, 14-0. Franklin leads that one down in Franklin. This has been your scoreboard update. I am Mitch Ross. This scoreboard update is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen tomorrow to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan will be talking to Dan Brunner from the WFCA and Steve Vitale, defensive coordinator at Waukesha West. And meet this week's pick-and-save student athletes of the week.
Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. Let's get out to line five if we can. Alex Zola, the Bradford uh, Kenosha Tremper game. Alex, give us an update. Bradford 14, Kenosha Tremper 0 in a game where touchdowns are at a premium. Tremper with a short punt set Bradford up at the 29-yard line. And after a 10-yard holding penalty that went against them, they put him back to the 39. On the next play, they go for a 38-yard completion, put them at the 1. A false start set them back to the 6, but it didn't matter. They had a 6-yard touchdown run on the next play. Two-point conversion, good. Bradford 14, Tremper 0 about midway through the 3rd. Alex, thank you. Alex brought you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's pick-and-save. Student Athlete of the Week. Thanks, Pick and Save. Let's get to uh, line one. Greg Wanschneider. Had not talked to Greg in a while. He is, uh, I think he's watching the McGuanago game. Greg, give us an update. Yeah, uh, McGuanago is dominating Oconomowoc here. Uh, 27-7 at the end of the uh, uh, third quarter, just beginning the fourth quarter. They just scored a touchdown uh, first play of the fourth quarter. Uh this game is interesting. I'm 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 watching it on on live stream or listening to it, and it's just the number of receivers and runner, you know, running plays that McQuanico can do. And the number of people that they have to to do it are are awesome. So, and Mike, it's good to talk to you and good to hear from you again. Yeah, you as well, Greg. How how you been feeling? Everything's good. Everything's good. You know, COVID has been hard. Haven't been able to get out to. Uh, as many as my of my uh, coffee shops or you know uh, restaurants, but still getting out when I can and socially distancing and you know all of that. So, man, yeah. well, Greg, keep us up to date on that. It's twenty-seven-seven McGuanago over Oconomowoc. Let's get to line two if we can. Down with Chillis. He is at uh, one of the big games of the night. Hartford at Homestead. Brought to you by MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. T-shirts are a must for all booster club businesses. Churches and events, MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. Give us an update, Dan. Mike, Corey Baricki hauls in a 75-yard touchdown pass for Homestead. So Homestead now on the board once again with 10-10 to go in the game. Hartford leads 23-10. to Hartford, however, already in Homestead territory. Man, uh, tell you what, that's a big game for Hartford right there in Homestead, obviously. That, that onside kick may have... Uh, May have really turned that thing around, Don. Thank you so much. Let's get to line three. Ted Lang is at the Grafton Pewaukee game. Brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking that's really easy to use. Learn more at uwcu.org. Teddy, give us an update. Three twenty-nine to go in this game, and the Pewaukee Pirates hold a nine-to-seven lead and a big defensive battle. They settled for a twenty-five-yard field goal. Uh, right at the end of the third quarter, uh, Grafton started getting in the, in the territory of Pewaukee, but they had a big interception. Uh, big decision right here. Pewaukee is fourth and one on their own 46. It looked like he was going to go for it. Now he just dropped back. They're punting it. So we have a big defensive battle. Grafton's going to take over with 320 to go. Wow. That's a good game, Ted. Well done. Let's get to line five. And uh, Andy Marino is at one of the better games of the night. He's at the Catholic Memorial Brookfield Central game. Brought to you by the Channel 10 Auction. Oh, no, maybe not. Brought to you by Fastback Physical Therapy. That's Fastback Physical Therapy. Andy, give us an update. 
Man, this is like a big-time boxing fight. Just one team and a big punch. The other team answers right back. I got Catholic Memorial 10, Brookfield Central 10, 13 seconds left in the third. Um, as I said, Catholic Memorial was looking to put the game away after getting a interception. Brookfield Central says, no, I don't think so. Strips the ball and uh, from, away from Catholic Memorial. Sets Brookfield Central up right in the red zone. They do convert on the touchdown. It's 10-10, but Catholic Memorial is creeping into the red zone on the ensuing drive. So these teams just going back and forth. Man, well well done. Um, Andy, it's, uh, again, two of the best programs. And uh, certainly when, when Bill Young is on one sideline, Joel Nellitz, who uh, played up at Wisconsin, is on the other. And uh, a lot of pride in both locker rooms. That's going to be a good game. Andy uh, Marino, thank you very much. Let's get to line five. Alex Zola, he's been doing a great job staying warm and keeping us up to date on the Kenosha-Bradford Tremper game. Alex, give us an update. Well, Mac, uh, Tremper's really starting to lose their grasp on this game. It is now 21-0 Bradford. Following Bradford's touchdown drive, Tremper, forced, Tremper went three and out on offense, but their punt on fourth down was blocked. Bradford recovered at the 16, and from there it took them three plays to punch it in to go up 21-0 now late in the third quarter. Alex, thank you very much. You know, Bradford uh, Bradford gave Franklin all they could handle last week, and I don't know if everybody thought Franklin, uh, you know, if Bradford was was going to be as good as they are. I know that Joel Parr over at uh, Oak Creek said, look, they were really pretty good last year with young players all over the place. And uh, it doesn't surprise me. That's who Oak Creek gets next week. And I got a feeling that Joel Parr and Hubba and that whole staff paying close attention to that Kenosha-Bradford team. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue getting updates, and we'll get you a lot of finals uh, this third hour. Also, we'll be joined by Rob Stoltz, head coach at Greendale. He, uh, I sent him a text, said, hey, can I get you out? He said, you're kind of hard up. And I said, no, man, I love you. And his response was, keep that a secret, man. Wives would be envious. I want to talk to Rob Stoltz about what it's like sitting at home on a Friday night, the first weekend of October. Really unusual for this guy. Been playing football for a long time. Been coaching at Greendale for a long time. And uh, not sure he likes being at home on a Friday night. We'll find out in the uh, in the 9 o'clock hour. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland. From the North Shore to the Classic Eight. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh cup. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's get to line two, Mike Bush. He's at the Muskego, uh, and it's a final. Muske- at Muskego against Waukesha West. Mike Bush, what was the final? Yeah, 28 to nothing um, that Josh Bolsky scored his second touchdown of the night. And, uh, you know, I was going to say it again, Waukesha Wolverines, Waukesha West did not play bad. Uh, they just threw another interception here. 
getting down in their own in the Muskego's end territory, and then they threw an interception, and that kind of what well, and Muskego just took a knee. So three turnovers for Waukesha West. I'm sure to or, yeah, I'm sure that'll be brought up tomorrow, especially if you have a defensive coach on. Uh, uh, we do. Yeah. Sleep tonight, but they did not play bad. They did not play bad. I mean, we all know Muskego. You know, Mike. After we got, you must have something going on because uh, when I hung up with you last time, Hunter Wooler just got done carrying the football. I I was hanging up the phone and opening up my book here, and I heard uh, carried by Hunter Wooler. So, <laughs> I mean, you just talked about it. I know he had a couple carries tonight. Well, I don't know exactly how many. We can. Look that up in the paper tomorrow. And obviously, tomorrow Coach Krause got my text then. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Man, that's why they call me big time Mike McCarr. I'm texting Krause, and he gives Hunter Waller the ball. I'm just kidding, of course. <laughs> and hey, he answered you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there is Gary go. Ellerson still there? Yeah, he took off, Mike. I told him okay. to give you a jingle. He wanted to be with his son. You know, I, I understand Oh, that. of course. Uh, he says, I got to take off and be with Brock. I said, go ahead. I says, if you got five minutes, I says, give Mike a call. He'd love to talk to you. He said, I will. Yeah, you know what? We, uh, I, w- I would ask him, if if you were a defensive coordinator playing against Muskego, what are you taking away? Oh, 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 oh and it's going to take a better man than me to answer that question. Yeah, wow. yeah I don't know what to – you know, and then all of a sudden – you know, you're 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 packing the box, and and Krause's kid throws a touchdown. I mean, he's throwing three passes in you know two games or something, and once for a touchdown. So, I boy, that that's a difficult uh, difficult thing to do. I'm going to ask that defensive coordinator at Waukesha West, who's going to join us tomorrow at 11:15. Yeah. You know what their game plan was, and let's find out. Mike Bush, great job. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You got it. Let's get to line one if we can. Uh, Michael Rachel. He's been covering the Germantown at Menominee Falls game again, brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. Looking for apprentices starting at $27 an hour. Just go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Michael, give us an update. Yeah, so right now Menominee Falls is in victory formation. They're going to win this one, but right before the end of the game, Germantown got a little bit of confidence. They found the end zone. Ethan, Ethan Sawyer uh, ran it one yard right up the middle. So it's 28-14 Menominee Falls. Time's ticking down. This one's all over. Michael, well done. How was uh, how was the first one for you? It was great. It was a lot of fun. I got to briefly talk to Coach Lutz of Menominee Falls right before the game. He said he basically just wanted to improve this game from uh, last week, and his defense surely improved. That's for sure. They were they were tough to get through today. Well, good. I will. Uh, I'll be talking next week, and I'll make sure I've got a game for you. I'll get you out of your comfort zone. You live in Menominee Falls. I'll send you to like uh, well, Packer or something. <laughs> yeah, make me do my. There you go. He is Michael. Rachel did a good job tonight. 28-14, Menominee Falls beats Germantown. Let's get to line two if we can. Ted Lang, one of the better games of the night. He he definitely is at. And uh, Gra- I'll tell you what, Grafton at Pewaukee didn't get much better than that. Teddy, give us an update. Yeah, this one's going down to the wire. Grafton takes the lead. It's 13-9 with a minute 12. Now Pewaukee has the ball at midfield. Uh, Grafton took the lead on a read option. Quarterback Chase Norton for 44 yards. They went for two, and they did not get it. So it is 13 to 9, a minute 12 to go, and Pewaukee is on the 43-yard line. Beautiful. Teddy, keep us up to date on that one if you can. Let's get to line three. Tyler Peters, this has been kind of a blowout. He's at the Tosa West at New Berlin-Eisenhower game. Tyler, give us an update. Mike, it is a final. Tosa West, they just they just beat 
Eisenhower from pillar to post, 48-6 to was the final. And it was just a ground-and-pound game for to- for Tulsa West. The Spartans, they did not even throw the ball. I was keeping an eye. They did not throw the ball once all game. They just basically ran a T formation, three running backs in the backfield, and just dared Eisenhower to try to stop them to real no avail. And for Eisenhower, you know, they the offense just did not have anything go their way. You know, when I was uh, listening to uh, – when I was kind of listening in at halftime, uh, Coach Kern basically told his players, you know, the way they were playing, it wasn't for lack of effort. They, Eisenhower was playing hard. They were trying to do everything they could, but just many things did not go their way. Go their way. They were able to uh, score at least one touchdown in the fourth qu- or near the end of the third quarter to, to at least uh, get themselves on the board. But this is a game that's definitely going to – want to be forgotten for Eisenhower. Hey, uh, nice job tonight, Tyler. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, next week, New Berlin Eisenhower plays at home against Wisconsin Lutheran. Let's get to line four if we can. Jason Pittman has been oh, covering that West Bend East-West Bend West game. Jason, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Obviously, fall is here. Time to start. Time to get those new windows and doors that you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Jason, give us an update. Well, it's 21 to 10 East right now. We have 2:55 left in the third. We're a little behind the rest of the games due to that long delay to that injury. Uh, East had an 80-yard drive. They had a key fourth and seven pass uh, conversion to get a first down, and then from one yard out, Dawson Rondorf, the quarterback, snuck it in uh, for his, uh, I believe, it was his third touchdown. No, I'm sorry, his second touchdown of the night. So East is up 21-10, and West is struggling right now. So I don't know. It, it it could be a long fourth quarter for the Spartans. Hey, Jason, who do you, who was uh, favorite? Do you think in that? I think East was correct. It's hard to say. East was missing fourteen starters last week due to COVID. They got a handful of them back this week, including their quarterback. Uh, West, um, you know, they played uh, Homestead really tough last. Yeah, week. they did. Seven at fourteen to seven at half. They were down, lost twenty-eight to seven, and West also just lost their starting quarterback yesterday due to COVID. So, you know, the, having the, the backup quarterback with one day's worth of Boy, uh, reps is tough. That's really tough. Jason Pittman, thank you very much. Let's get to line two if we can. Don Wachillis, he's at the Hartford Homestead game. That game's starting to tighten up a little bit. Don, give us an update. Yeah, it is, Mike. Homestead gets the interception, comes down the field. Jason Owen, three-yard touchdown run. We've got 5.07 to go in the game, and suddenly we've got ourselves the game has – Hartford's on top, 23-17, to 17, as I said, 5.07 to go. Don, keep us up to date on that one. That's an awfully good one. Let's get over to uh, line five if we can. Andy Marino is has uh, been covering a, a game for us that, man, it's a lot of hitting going on. He says it's kind of like a uh, playoff atmosphere, Catholic Memorial and Brookfield Central. Andy, give us an update. Mac, I got Catholic Memorial 17, Brookfield Central 10. Seven minutes, uh, seven minutes, 20 seconds left in the game. Catholic Memorial is getting another touchdown back on top. Uh, Lancers, though, Brookfield Central uh, driving. They're approaching midfield. It's fourth and three, and Brookfield Central looks like they're lining up to go for it. Man, keep us up to date on that one, Andy. That's one of the uh, the better games in, in the area. Let's get to line six. Alex and Zola has been covering the uh, – 
the Kenosha, I guess it's a rivalry game. It, it, Bradford and Tremper, I know Tremper has not been very good lately, but it's always when you're playing a crosstown uh, uh, school, it's always a good one. Uh, Alex, Bradford, Tremper, give us an update. Yeah, indeed. It is crosstown rivalry. I mean, Bradford, Bradford Tremper is like Packers Bears around here in this part of the this part of the state, Mac. Uh, but it is all Bradford tonight, and Tremper continues to unravel here in the fourth quarter. Bradford pins them back on a beautiful punt. Uh, Tremper had the ball at the one-yard line. They were stacked in the end zone for a safety. 23-0 Bradford with eight minutes to go in the game. Bradford now has the ball back with good field position. Alex, thank you very much. Let's get over to line one before we get to a break. And, and John Moore, he's at the Arrowhead Walks South game. Hey, John, give us an update. Well, Mike, Max Bredesen, I think, is a little tired, but he handed the ball off this time. Jordan Renau takes it from six yards out. We have Arrowhead 27, South 0, with seven minutes left in the ballgame. Hey, are you impressed with, with Arrowhead, John? Defensively, they are swarming to the ball tonight, Mike. There's at least two or three guys around the quarterback at all times, any times when he goes back to roll out or anything of that sort. Just, there's just no room. He's just got nowhere to go with the ball. You know, when, when uh, Matt Harris took that job, they, I think the idea was to try to get Arrowhead back to the Tom Traska days. And I think I thought Fritz did a good job over there. Um, maybe didn't have the amount of wins that you have to have at a place like Arrowhead. You know, they, they're, not, they're not a school or a community that, that gets to a football field and hopes to win. They expect to win. And, you know, Matt Harris knew exactly what he was getting into when he, when he took that job, and he went in, like, really excited about trying to, to get them back to where Arrowhead used to be. And, you know, he's got a great staff, and he's got kids that I think believe in him. He's got a quarterback that didn't play last year and came back, and he was in Oconomowoc, and he really loves that kid. He's a competitor. Absolutely, Mike. I was talking to Coach Swiddle before the game, and Coach Swiddle had it right. He's like, we're still trying to find our identity. Well, Mike, I think they found their identity, and it's on defense. If they are going to stuff people, and they're going to shut people down. That's awesome. John Moore, thank you very much. We're going to get to a break. If you're leave, leaving a game and you're listening, you know we'd love to have you call. What's changed about this show, and because of COVID, I'm not having any of our sideline reporters you know, hand their phone off to a coach after a game. So the you know last 45 minutes or a half hour of the show – We'll uh, reach out to different guys. We've got Rob Stoltz coming up here in a little while from Green Greendale. I just want to know what it's like being at home. Oh, he must just be a bear to be around, by the way. Being at home on a Friday night when he's so used to being on the sidelines coaching kids up. And so if you're leaving a game, we're going to open up some phone lines to talk about the game that you were at. Again, we haven't done that before, but 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Mitchell answer. Tell him the game that you were at. And then let's talk about it. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Time now for your Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard update. I am Mitch Ross. First, we had to Mequon, Hartford, and Homestead doing battle tonight. Hartford had the big lead early. Homestead making their way back. That one's 23-17 in the fourth quarter in Mequon. Grafton takes out Pewaukee, 13-9. That one's a final. Waukesha West falls to Muskego, 28-0. That one in Muskego, that one is a final. And Waukesha South falls to Arrowhead. Arrowhead all over uh, them, 27-0 late in the game there. Falls gets the victory over Germantown 28-14. Tosa West with the win all over New Berlin Eisenhower 48-6. 
over there in New Berlin. And the crosstown rivalry, as you just heard, in Kenosha, Bradford and Tremper, all Bradford tonight, 23-0. They get the, well, late in the fourth quarter with the lead over Tremper. And another crosstown battle in West Bend, East and West, doing battle up there, 21-10. East has the lead, late third quarter at last check. Catholic Memorial just took the lead moments ago over Brookfield Central. They're up 17-10 in the fourth quarter. Plymouth. 21-0 over Port Washington in the fourth quarter, and Lakeside Lutheran 17-7 over Luther Prep. That one in the fourth quarter as well. McQuanago, Oconomowoc doing battle in McQuanago tonight. All McQuanago 30-7. That one in the fourth quarter. Brookfield East uh, gets the win tonight over Sussex Hamilton 31-14. That one is a final. Franklin all over Kenosha Indian Trail as well, 28-0. That one late in the fourth quarter. And Union Grove with a 27-14 lead in the fourth quarter over Lake Geneva Badger. The scoreboard update is brought to you by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Listen every Saturday at 11 a.m. for this week's Current Electric Superhero of the Week because Current Cares. I'm Mitch Ross on The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kurt Electric, home of the superheroes. Let's get to line five, Alex and Zola. Again, covering the Bradford-Tremper game. Alex, uh, give us an update. Tremper finally on the board with a touchdown, 23-6. to They trailed by 17 here, under six to go in the fourth, capitalizing off of a Bradford fumble. They move right down the field, mostly with a pass, and they connect on a 20-yard touchdown pass. So it's 23-6, to six, and it looks like they're going to be going for an onside kick here. I'll tell you, Alex, if uh, if Ron Davies was in studio, he'd have confetti and balloons that Tremper, Tremper scored. You know, he uh, when you talk about some of the greatest high school football coaches in the history of our state of Wisconsin, he's in the conversation for being one of the best high school football coaches ever. And he had Tremper rolling back then. And yep. it, it hurts him. To see that that Tremper is is you know does not compete very well anymore in that conference, and once Indian Trail came to that area, uh, Tremper seemed to be at least on the football side the one that got hurt the most. Yep, yeah, it certainly seems that way. And, and you know, in Bradford, I mean, Tremper has made some great plays tonight on defense, no doubt. But lately in the second half, they've just kind of unraveled a little bit. But we'll see if they can get some momentum back going if they can stop Bradford here on this next possession. Alex, thank you very much. Let's get to line one if we can. Jason Pittman has been uh, covering the West Bend East-West Bend West game, and it's been an interesting game. Uh, some injuries and some, some hard hits going on. Jason, give us an update. Well, right at the end of the third quarter, uh, Dawson Rondorf, the quarterback for East, hit Brady Schmidt on a 10-yard pass to put the Suns up 28-10. to 10. The ensuing uh, series... On the first play from scrimmage, Jack Crappy of the Suns intercepted a long pass by the Spartans, and East is now threatening again down at the uh, West 13-yard line, up 28-10. to 10. We're down just over eight minutes left in the ballgame. Hey, Jason, you know, it's year two for you not being on the sidelines. Easier this year than it was last year for you? Yeah, and uh, plus the fact that we haven't played a game yet, so... It's kind of been very awkward this year. I mean, I, I enjoy getting out to watch games, but 
yeah, it's just it's been just been more I don't know unusual this year, but yeah, it, it, it's getting a little better. Everything is unusual. You know, I got to tell you, Jason, I'm not I'm not a guy that likes change a whole lot. You know, I've been with the same girl since the day we graduated from the day after we graduated from high school. We bought one house, still in the same house. We just neither one of us likes change. This whole year has been a year of change, and man, I am struggling with some of this stuff. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, being the athletic director, it's, it's been chaotic to say the least. And I'm, I'm with you too. I've told my wife we're not moving. I, don't, I got too much crap to get rid of. <laughs> yeah, I did. no, no kid. And you know what? The more you do this, the more stuff you have with 1250 or 105.7 F and the fan on it too. Oh, you bet. And I tell you what, this sweatshirt is nice and toasty tonight, buddy. Got to thank uh, Troy Schaefer, MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. Thank you, Jason. Let's get to line two. Don with Chillis. Big game. Hartford at Homestead. Don, give us an update. Yeah, Hartford able to run out the clock, so we've gone final. Hartford will take this one as they go over Homestead 23-17. to Well, it's a big win for Hartford. It is a big win, and... Uh, I, you know, I'll give Homestead a whole lot of credit because after we talked about that onside kick, kind of put their backs up against the wall, and they, they hung in there and forced Hartford into a couple of field goals where Hartford could have really taken and run away with this thing and, and made it a ball game. And as I said, 23-17 is the final. Don, we've had this conversation a lot on this show. When, the, when you are part of a program and part of a school that fully expects to win, they don't hope to win. They don't think maybe they got a chance to win. When you're at school like Homestead that has won year after year after year after year, and these kids have all played in the youth program, and they watch these, you know, they win the North Shore Conference every year. They go to state. You fully expect to win. You're not going to go away easy. And so for them to hold uh, Hartford to two field goals and then get back in the game did not surprise me. What's interesting for me is to see now moving forward. You know, how, how do they respond to all of a sudden now, you know, West Bend East or West played pretty well against them last week. And all of a sudden people, you know, are not seeing what's on the front of the jersey where it says homesteading. And now they're already up 14 nothing before the, the other team gets off the bus. Next week they play Cedarburg. And I haven't gotten a Whitefish Bay Cedarburg score, but Cedarburg is a little bit like they were years ago with Brian Lear, where he went back to, you know, they're, they're handing the ball off and they're running what Brian Lear is really comfortable at running. So we'll find out what Homestead is made of pretty quickly, Don. Thank you. Nice job. 23-17, Hartford over Homestead. Uh, yeah, uh, Mike, I got a final score for you on that Whitefish Bay-Cedarburg game. 40-23, to Whitefish Bay gets the win today. So they're 2-0. and They are 2-0. and Jake Walters, so that, you know, the white, I'll tell you, the, the one game that people start to circle, it's next week. Hartford goes to Whitefish Bay next week. So some big games in that conference for sure. Let's get to line three. Ted Lang's been at one of the better games of the night. Ted is brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Learn more at uwcu.org. Hey, Ted, Grafton at Pewaukee, give us uh, the final. Final, 13-9, Grafton. Wow, they held on. Held on at the end. Uh, uh, Pewaukee had a shot uh, fourth down uh, and uh, threw it up for grabs, intercepted. Grafton ran the clock out. Uh, very good defensive game, both teams, you know. And, and you know, Pewaukee's going to be well coached, too, you know, with uh, Justin. Oh, yeah. Ricky, you know that. And, and they're always tough. You know, they're going to play you hard. Uh, just, you know, side note, their star running back got hurt. 
Uh, he was on crutches, the one who scored the 60-yard touchdown run, uh, and he got hurt uh, actually like in the second quarter. So they didn't have him for the whole game, uh, you know. And you know, I was hearing my good friend uh, Coach Pittman at the West Bend East West game. Now, if you really want to experience that game, you got to go to their homecoming there, big time. The longest homecoming you'll ever ha- have, West Bend East West. Yeah, I think I'll pass. I, you know. Yeah. I, I I get in uh, I get in arguments all the time with football coaches because they're always like, "Hey, why don't you basketball boys take homecoming week for once?" Right, <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, wait, you guys do such a good job. You hang on to homecoming." Jim Norris doing a good job at Grafton. Very you know, good. he is he he had played football at uh, at Whitewater, and he came into that community and he said, "Look, we're going to be tough." We're going to walk with a swagger, and we can get this thing done, and, and he's definitely doing that. Ted, right. thank you very much. Thanks. Yep, let's get to line four. Monty. Monty's at uh, he's at Lakeside Lutheran against Watertown Luther Prep, and it was a little closer than some people thought. Monty, give us an update. Yes, uh, now it's a final. It's 30-15 uh, to 15, um, with about four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, it was actually 23-15. to 15. And uh, Prep had the ball uh, <clears throat> with the last four minutes and then uh, uh, stalled out on their drive and a couple key penalties against them. And then um, Lakeside got the ball back and uh, running back ripped a real long one for a touchdown to put us up for good. Well, congratulations to the boys at uh, Lakeside Lutheran Tell Ian, I said, well done. You know, you're going to have to probably get a uh, hotel room for next week's home game, right? <laughs> Okay, you're going to Bearable? Bearable. That I think that one might be pretty tough. Yeah. That might be a pretty good game. That's going to be uh, a great game. They got a pretty good uh, quarterback slash linebacker up there that's doing a nice job. Monty, where are you been, man? You 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 know, you be, you should have been doing these for me for years being up at Lakeside Lutheran with all, you know, with Kate up there and Ian. So, thank you so much. How's your family? Everybody's okay? Please say hi to your wife for me. Yes, I sure will. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, Thanks, Monty. Yep, sounds good. See you later. Let's get to line five if we can. Andy has been at the Brooks Central Catholic Memorial game, one of the better games of the night. Andy Marino, give us an update. Well, it just became a final while I was on hold. Uh, Catholic Memorial 17, Brooks Central 10 is the final. Halfway through the fourth, Catholic Memorial was driving, trying to put the game away. Brooks Central strips the ball again, so that's two lost fumbles for Catholic Memorial in the fourth quarter. Unfortunately, Brooks Central got shut down. They didn't get the fourth down conversion. Catholic Memorial able to run out the clock, and I got to tell you, this is games like this is why I go out and cover these games. I mean, you do get a blowout game some weeks, and McGivern's really hard to work with, but I mean, when you get two teams like this, just giving it their all, this is just fun. Hey, Andy, why were we got you on the radio? Can I get your home address again? Because Raul <laughs> would like to come say hi to you. That's <laughs> Andy Marino, 17th 10 Catholic Memorial against Brook Central. Brook Central can't uh, put their heads down because they got Brookville East coming up next week. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Rob Stoltz. Head football coach at Greendale is going to join us for a few minutes. And again, if you're leaving a game, you want to talk about the game that you were at, we're going to have some time this uh, last half hour. Give us a call at 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric, home of the superheroes. 
on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by our friends at Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. And don't forget, tomorrow at 11 o'clock, we've got our Current Electric Superhero of the Week. She's a girl from Greendale High School, and you're going to be really impressed with her. She, I tell you what, I, I don't know how she gets all this stuff done, and I'm so happy that people at Current Electric are allowing us to to do that segment each and every week. And uh, we have fun with it, and these kids are amazing. You hear nothing but bad things when you turn on the news. Listen at 11 o'clock tomorrow. You want to feel good about some of these kids that are going to be you know, in charge of our society here soon? Listen to, uh, listen to that current electric superhero of the week. Speaking of superheroes, down in Kenosha, he has uh, been brave in the cold, and he watched the entire game. Uh, Kenosha Tremper, Kenosha Bradford, Alex and Zola, give us an update. Well, it, it's getting interesting now. A Tremper with 13 unanswered points, 23-13 with just a few minutes left to go. Bradford trying to run the clock out here. Uh, they're in Tremper territory right now, but things are getting interesting. Man, Tremper never say die, man. That's good for them. Hey, Alex, uh, you've uh, born and raised in Kenosha. A lot of us have, have seen, you know, uh, all of the clips and all the – you know, people talking about Kenosha and stuff. What is it like to, in downtown Kenosha nowadays? I mean, it, they're I mean they're rebuilding right now. I mean, Kenosha, I mean, is a proud town, and the people down here, I mean, are real close. I mean, it's gonna. We're all rebuilding, and we were all recovering. And I mean, Bradford Tremper. I mean, this is what it's all about right now. People coming together, watch their hometown teams play. Yeah, I. You know what? I I agree, and and I think people need a distraction. From everything going on in high school football, I think is a perfect, uh, perfect way for people to just if if you can go and social distance and sit out and have your mask on and watch a little high school football. Yeah, certainly the weather feels like it's football weather, which I love, and uh, to get out and watch some of these teams play, I think is really important for for the psyche of people. So, Alex. Uh, yeah, keep us up to date hey, on that. Hey, Mac. Hey, yeah. Mac. Um, just like to point out, uh, Bradford just fumbled the football. Tremper has recovered. So they have the ball at the 33, their own 33 now. So trying to make some noise here late in the game. We'll see what happens. Thanks, Alex. Thanks a lot. Let's get to line four if we can. Coach Rob Stoltz from Greendale. And, uh, Coach, I appreciate a couple minutes of your time. And two two quick questions for you. One, our, our current electric superhero of the week tomorrow is Paris Wooden from Greendale High School, and we're doing this this thing every every Saturday at 11 o'clock where we talk different kids from different high schools in our area that a lot of them don't play sports, but, boy, they do a lot of other things. And she, I've talked to her twice, and she represents the Greendale High School and the Greendale community extremely well, and she's proud to, to, to go to school at Greendale. Do you know her at all? Oh, I, I certainly do know her. I did not know that she was – uh, considered or up for this award or recognition, but I can tell you what, uh, in my 20 years at Greendale High School, you have definitely picked a winner, and uh, there's not many people that I know over the course of 20 years who are better representatives of what it is to be a positive influence and leader 
at our high school. Hey, Rob, I, I so we started doing this with Colonel Electric because they are the home of the superhero, and I came up with this idea, and it has really blown up. And to talk to, to Paris, she reached out to me and said, hey, if you got a minute, call me. I just want to make sure that, that you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. Are you going to call me? Am I calling in? And we had this conversation, and I said, look, since I have Jan, let me get some information because I have to get it over to Kern Electric because they put it up on, on the website and, you know, want to find out what you're involved in. And she said, well, hold on. I was taking some notes because I figured you'd want to know. And I thought, man, she's nothing like I was as a junior in high school. I didn't know where I was half the time. And she started naming everything she does. And we got done and hung up. And she sent me a text and said, look, I forgot. I'm also on the National Honor Society. And I thought I would have led with that. And that was right. a, that was something that she had even forgotten. The interesting part, Rob, is I said to her, how do you find time? And she said, here's the way I do it. If I'm in a leadership role, then I'm there at every meeting. If I'm just one of many and I have to miss it to do my homework or go to a meeting where I'm part of the leadership team, then I go to that one. But I, you know, this is just who I am and what I've done. And, you know, I have this servant leadership heart. So 11 o'clock tomorrow, we're going to talk to her and she'll be a great representative of oh, Greendale High incredible. School. And so again, so deserving. She is a really impressive individual. There's no question about that. And when, when she goes and enumerates all of her accomplishments, uh, she's got a, an air of humility to her as well. Um, it's, it's just who she is. It, it's very, she's extremely genuine. It's who she is. It's who she's always been. She came into the high school. You know, her older brother was one of our, one of the very best football players I ever coached. And um, so I got to know her a little bit more because of knowing him. And um, very unique uh, personalities, the two, but you can tell that they've been, um, they're great representatives of Greendale High School, both her and her brother were, but also, uh, you can tell that it, you know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Their parents are great people. You know, I and it's really uncomfortable. The part that's uncomfortable for me, Rob, and you'll laugh, is me having to ask a high school age student, especially if it's a girl, for a picture because Current Electric wants to put their picture up. And I said, look, let me, you know, to either talk to your mom or talk to your dad. And she said, no, don't worry about. It. My dad listens to everything that you know you do, and don't worry, he. Uh, uh, he said it was okay, and and uh, I can let me send you one. And and is this what you're looking for? And I said that's perfect. You know what? Thank you so much. And so it'll go up on the Current Electric uh, Facebook page tomorrow at about right after she's on the air at eleven o'clock. Hey Rob, I wanted to have you on because I, I don't know the last time you were at home on a Friday night in October. It's been forever, right? Uh, or September for that matter. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so. This is uh, just a, the, you know, the only difference now is I'm wearing pink, and um, <laughs> but it's it's certainly something that I you know prefer not to get used to, but uh, certainly happy to get to continue my time here with my family. My kids are at ages that uh, I really think I'm pretty cognizant of not taking things for granted, but I really appreciate being able to spend more time with them in the fall and see what the day you know the day to day occurrences are in their lives. Uh, with my wife as well, uh, it's really been a blessing in in many ways. And uh, but believe me, we're we're 
things are stewing below the surface at Greendale in terms of uh, our work ethic in the weight room. We have a committed group of guys, and we're, we're chomping at the bit to get after it here in spring. Hey, uh, Rob, is it difficult, and, and I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but is it difficult for, for you to be at home and then know that there are some schools that are fairly close to where you're at playing football right now? Is it difficult for me? Yeah. No, I don't think it's difficult. And I think that, you know, each person has their has their individual thoughts on the matter. And I have I have a certain amount of resolve in, in taking this stance. It's there's still a lot of unknowns right. that exist. Um, day in and day out, I see it in the high school. I see it in our school district. I think a high degree of fear and uncertainty comes and goes in waves, probably less prevalent than it was a few months ago. Uh, but at the end of the day, look, people who make these decisions on behalf of us have the best interests of, of many in mind. And I'm certainly not going to question that or fault them for it. Um, again, we're, we're very fortunate at Greenhill to be in a great school district, a great supportive community. And, um, the fact that we are still able to get after it in the weight room uh, didn't did not happen by happenstance. It's uh, it's a it's the support of our administration right. and and continuing to try to give kids opportunities, even though it may look a little different than what we're more accustomed to in the fall. You know, one of my fears, Rob, is I I, I work out at, at nine round and and I work out with a woman that works at a psychiatric hospital in Wauwatosa, and and this was probably in April. Uh, Maybe later than that, March, April, May, June, somewhere in there. And I said, "Hey, what? Is, what are you busy now?" And she goes, "I've never been this busy." And she deals with kids from the age of um, seven, no, eight to seventeen. And she says, "Mike, everybody talks about you know the loss of jobs and the stock market and all this other stuff, and what they're missing is the biggest story of all." which is these kids, there's there's depression that is setting in with kids, and we have to figure out how to get them back doing some some things together, whether it's playing sports, whether it's getting to school. whether. But what's happening is I've never been this busy, and I said, can you give me some some things I should look at as a grandfather? Because I've got some, some grandsons in that age that you talked about. And she said, real basic, really easy and quick, if you have a grandson that is real quiet and all of a sudden he's snapping on you all the time or vice versa, the kid snaps on you all the time and now he's real quiet or their eating habits. If you've seen this, them change in their eating habits, we it's so important for our kids psychologically to be able to, to, to exercise, get out with their friends, see their friends, get to school that she said, that's my biggest fear. And so that's my fear too with the schools that have decided to play football in the spring. You're right. And, I, you know, I think that to a, to a kid, I think it's the responsibility of many, not, not the parents, not the school, but it's this community-based uh, approach I think you take to making sure that we take care of, of the youth in our communities. And certainly sports, team sports are part of that. Involvement is part of that. Uh, and really, I, a big movement in – I think in the country and certainly in southeastern Wisconsin, because that's where that's as far reaching as, as really my my awareness goes. Uh, we're doing a lot in the schools, Mike, in terms of social emotional learning. Um, 
in the schools to make sure that we really are addressing the whole child, the whole student. It's Good. not, it's not certainly not the way it was when you or I went to school. Uh, it's taking a different approach and appreciating in a different way what it is that makes kids tick. And uh, when you take that, that differentiated approach and look at the whole of the student, um, there's less of a, there's less likely of, of the chance that things are going to kind of and uh, and you become more supportive in a different way as a classroom teacher, as an educator, as an administrator. Uh, and I can tell you, at least from our perspective in our school district, it really is a building-wide approach. Boy, that's awesome. He is uh, Rob Stolton, and I want to talk more, you know, football with him. But but this is so important. And I'm not kidding. He when he when he sent me a text back, he said, you know, you why do you want me on? Or you must be struggling. Oh man, I love having him on because he, he gives great insight in a lot of different areas. And I wanted to let him know that Paris Wooden was going to join us tomorrow. And the first question I'm going to have her, with for her. Tell me a little bit about Mr. Stoltz. What do you think of him and see what she uh, she says about that. It's funny because when we were talking, I said, "What?" You, she said, I have to go. I've got a meeting. We're trying to figure out what to do with homecoming. And I said, good luck with that. Everybody's trying to figure that one out. She said, yep, we'll, we'll figure it out. So, um, Rob, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. In, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to reach back out to you because Ryan McMillan and I want to do a show uh, Saturday morning from 10 to noon, and we're going to talk to guys who are, you know, waiting for spring. And we're going to talk to a bunch of coaches, and I would love for you to join us at that time. Sounds great. Count me in. You got it. He is Rob Stoltz. Guys, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll finish this this thing up. We've got a couple guys on hold, and uh, we'll close it up with uh, with Alex and Jason and, and John Moore on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Time now for your Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Update. I am Mitch Ross. First, we have a final from Mequon. Hartford takes out Homestead 23-17. Grafton and Pewaukee did battle tonight. Grafton takes that one 13-9. Waukesha West falls to Muskego 28-0 uh, over... Muskego over Waukesha West, 28-0. 34-7, Arrowhead gets the win over Waukesha South. 28-14, Menominee Falls takes out Germantown. And Tosa West all over New Berlin-Eisenhower, 48-6 tonight. Bradford and Tremper, that one is 30-13 in favor of Kenosha. Bradford tonight, just a couple of minutes left. We'll get the final here from Alex coming up on the other side of the break. In West Bend, West Bend East gets the win over West Bend West, 35-10. We'll get the final uh, wrap-up there from Jason up in West Bend coming up as well on the other side of the break. Catholic Memorial beats Brook Central, 17-10. Plymouth over Port Washington in the fourth quarter, 21-0. And Lakeside Lutheran takes out Luther Prep, 30-15. or 30 to 15. And McQuanago all over Oconomowoc tonight, 30-7. And Brook East takes out uh, Sussex-Hamilton, 31-14. Franklin, 28-6, excuse me, 35-6, was the final there over Kenosha Indian Trail. And Union Grove hangs on to beat Lake Geneva Badger, 27-21. Badger stuffed at the one-yard line as time expired. And Whitefish Bay gets the 40-23 win in Cedarburg here tonight. This uh, scoreboard update is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen tomorrow on the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan take it, are talking to Dan Brunner from the WFCA and Steve Vitale, D coordinator at Waukesha West, and meet this week's pick-and-save student-athletes of the week. I'm Mitch Ross on The Fan.
Oh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. We've got about two minutes left in the show. Let's get to line two. We'll get uh, Jason Pittman, West Bend, West Bend East. Give me an update, Jason. Final score, 35-10. to 10. The East Suns win the homecoming battle over their cross-hall rivals, the West Spartans. I talked to Jeff Rondorf very briefly after the game. He's really pleased with the adjustments they made at halftime, took a 14-10 lead, and ended up making it a 35-10 victory. Well, I'll tell you what, I hopefully uh, we're praying for that kid that got taken off in the ambulance. Any word on him? Uh, last I heard is still that uh, he had, had uh, uh, they, they were, had a report of a neck injury, but that uh, he has uh, his uh, extremities have some feeling and movement. So, Jason, thank you for that. Nice job tonight. Let's end the show with Alex and Zola, Kenosha, Bradford, and Tremper. What's going on, Alex? Final score, Bradford 30, Tremper 13. Uh, Bradford closed it out with a 25-yard touchdown pass. So, big night for Bradford. Tremper gave it some fight there in the fourth quarter, just not enough gas in the tank. Alex, thank you so much. You did a nice job on that game tonight. I really appreciate uh, your help, guys. It's been good. And it was really good to have uh, the head coach from uh, Oak Creek join us, Joel Parr. Rob Stoltz is uh, as good as they get. Mitch, thank you very much. Sam, well done. Don't forget tomorrow on the Varsity Blitz uh, High School Football Coaches Show, defensive coordinator Waukesha West, Coach Vitale is going to join us. Dan Brunner from uh, WFCA is going to join us as well. Thanks for listening. This is the this is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.